All right, what's up, everybody, and welcome to Video Game Purist. This will be VGP episode 141. I am one of your hosts. My name is Fred Rojas, and joining me tonight, as always, from the East Coast, Mr. Trees. How's it going, sir? I have <clears throat> no snacks tonight, Fred. Yeah? None. No, none. Not one snack, not a marshmallow, a pretzel rod, pizza bite. How do you feel? N- nothing. Cheese puff. I don't know. I, I ate too much for dinner tonight, and I'm still feeling it. Mm. So, and I wanted to. I wanted to bring something down, and I was just like, mm. we ordered from a, a, a Bertucci's. Do you have Bertucci's where you live? No, but I bet it's an Italian joint. <laughs> it's an Italian joint. Brick oven pizza, all that nonsense. Oh, yes. And, uh, Did you get a pizza? Or? No. Uh, <laughs> I don't like their pizza. Uh, because like it's like pizza. they're trying to be like, quote unquote, Italian, which they're not. They're <laughs> yeah. as Italian as the Olive Garden. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So, too cheesy, uh, um, yeah. So they have a lot of we baked do have a pastas yeah. and stuff like that. And their pizza is like, you know, it has like the chunks of tomato and stuff in it. See that? Like, yeah. I don't like that shit. I don't like it. That's not my style. Um, so I just got like ma- baked mac and cheese and then we got these garlic knot things for an appetite. Then they give you a bag of bread. And then they give you a little cup of like oil with the with the, the pepper seeds and stuff in it yeah. that you dump on a plate and you dip your bread in. And it was just way too much of all that at once. And my I'm not recovered. And so <clears throat> it's with a it's a heavy heart and a full stomach. That I had to come down here with no snacks. A full stomach. I love it. That's right. So here I am. Here I am. I have. We don't have, have a Bertucci's. Um, they they no. lied to me. They said see oh, the Bertucci's in Kansas City, Missouri, and then I click on it, and it's all Massachusetts. Hmm. So so it's only it's a Massachusetts joint then. Kind of looks like I, I'm not yeah. sure sometimes with chain restaurants. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like I don't know if these are nationwide or just East Coast. <clears throat> no. Everyone in Kansas City thinks it's it's just ours. They think Kona Grill doesn't exist anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm like, okay. Well, we don't have Kona Grills, so maybe oh, it does. Yeah, unlucky. They they're out of Omaha actually, but uh, as as far as I know, but I know they have like Arizona locations and stuff like that, but I think mm. we'll have to find out um um what is it? Um Teen Nick. Teen Nick official. Uh, he uh, he's out in Arizona. He can tell us if there's a Kona. Oh, okay. <clears throat> let us know. But yeah. Um, I, but I do have drinks. I, I brought down a Mountain Dew to finish, mm-hmm. right, for a little caffeine because we were talking before we started how like uh, we're all in comas for some yeah. reason. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I don't know what it is. I can't snap out of being tied for the last two days. And then um, I brought down two high noons. Nice. Um, I, I cracked open the the mango pack, Fred. The so mango even though it's pack. snowing as mm-hmm. we speak outside my basement window here, like Laverne and Shirley, you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, uh, I got that reference. You, <laughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> even though I see the snow falling up there, it's like a tropical vacation down here with my high noons sun sips. Yeah. Well, real quick, I I have to tell you the huge juxtaposition we have right now, because I do believe, am I correct? You have tomorrow off? 
I do have tomorrow off. Okay. It's a holiday for a large number of people, especially anyone working in banking, federal employees, things like that. And actually, my old work, I would have tomorrow off as well. Um, my new job mm-hmm. does not use it as an it does not view it as an official holiday. Um, so I'll be working tomorrow. But um, but let's see, I don't have any alcohol for reasons I'll get to later. Um, I had a light dinner, pretty light dinner, home cooked. <laughs> It was uh, boiled shrimp with um, a little bit of noodles uh, and some Alfredo sauce, but it's zucchini noodles that we made, little rotinis, um, and then a salad. So I had a pretty light meal, um, and I could really go for a snack, I think. Um, and uh, I I couldn't find soda that I like, trees. I like um, cherry soda, diet cherry soda, okay. and specifically Coke Zero Cherry is my jo- my jam. And really? it is nowhere to be found. So I couldn't find hmm. that. So I didn't get it. I went to three grocery stores and a Walmart. Couldn't find it anywhere. And then um, they were also sold out of... And Kansas, I feel like, has this tendency for people to like binge buy stuff when they think things are leaving. I've noticed at the grocery store, I found certain items hidden behind others. You know how like somebody will put like the good the cereal they like behind the, the, the other flavor of like, let's say you like the strawberry special K, which I know you would never go for. But anyway, and they put it behind the blueberry special K, hoping that the next time they go by, like it'll be there anyway. So all the, all the diet cherry Pepsi was also gone at these places. Um, and so I didn't get any soda. I should have just gotten like Coke zero, like regular. I don't know why I didn't, but I didn't get any soda. And then I was going to get an energy drink for tonight. I like this adrenaline stuff. And I really like their, they have like a guava flavor and a couple others. And um, those were all sold out. So I was like, what the fuck? Hmm. Like at both the grocery store and at Walmart. And I'm like, what is going on? And so I have just coffee, but it's good coffee. It's Pete's. Mm-hmm. It's Pete's coffee. So, and I got water and, okay. uh, and that's it. Um, Nice. So, pretty pretty basic for me. Oh, also, it is 57 degrees outside right now, outside my door. And um, we have a light breeze on an otherwise sunny day. Mm-hmm. So, well, that was the, that's the, that's the thing is two days ago, it was 60 degrees here. Yeah, I get the feeling I'm like going to get I'm walking out of work in a t-shirt. I'm getting the feeling I'm going to get what you get in a couple <laughs> of days. your way. It's coming well, maybe. Way up the ocean. Like, it depends on how the currents are working, but it wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me. And then, uh, yeah, and then we were supposed to have people for dinner tonight, and then they were like, no, it's like a it's like a storm where we are. And they're like a couple towns over, and we're like, really? I'm like, it's like cold out. Like, it was super cold today. Mm-hmm. One of those colds where it's like, it says it's like uh, like 34 degrees out, which may may sound cold to other people. Not in New England, mm-hmm. but in New England, 34 is still T-shirt, take the take the trash out, and you're fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But this was 34 with, like, wind. And it was, like, <laughs> I was in my garage all day cleaning the garage, and, like, my fingers were, like, I couldn't feel my hands. I'm just, like, what the hell is going on, man? This is not 34. This is cold. You know? Yeah. Yeah, when that when and that hits snowing. you, especially when you East Coasters feel it, you're like, yeah. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like I remember I had I had cousins from California come over once when I was like <laughs> and I was like I was still living at home, but I was an adult, so I was like twenty or something. Mm-hmm. And they came over <clears throat> and so they were visiting it. It was like in you know beginning of February or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and it was like and they were not having a good time. They were not <laughs> It was like three blonde sisters. They, they were like my age, maybe a little younger. And we were going to go for pizza. Mm-hmm. Like I was going to go pick pizza up. So I was like, oh, you guys want to go for a drive? And they're like, oh, yeah, we're in a new place. And like Lou said, I said, let me go start the car up quick. And I went out in my T-shirt just to start the car and come <laughs> mm-hmm. in. And they looked at me, you know, like I should have been on like uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not, like the man with fucking ice skin or something. I'm just like, what? <laughs> they're like... They were bundled up like the little kid in Christmas story. They could put their arms down. I'm just like, what? I was like, I don't know. Julie still gives me crap when it's like really cold. Cause if I warm my car up, um, my car gets warm really fast. Like if I leave Mm -hmm. the, if I, if I leave, you know, the house by the time I'm less than a mile away, my car is pretty much warmed up and I can get some heat. And so I'm not an idiot. So like if it's like 10 degrees out, I don't like to wear my coat, but I do throw it in the car, right? Like if I have a breakdown or something, I'm not going to like, you know, not have a coat. Um, But I don't like wearing it in the car. Like, and if it, again, like you said, like if I'm just pulling up to like a strip mall, running into like a liquor store or like a restaurant or a takeout place, like Mm -hmm. I'll just run in, you know, no coat. I don't care. Nice. But anyway. Oh boy, oh boy. So yeah. so how's your week know, been? Well listen. <laughs> uh, you know, I never got around to the wise. I haven't got around to the video game wise, Fred. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, doing pulling all that out. I just I haven't I, I did my whole office over. You know what I mean? I like saw I, that. I, I yeah. did all that. And then uh didn't do that. And then today I went out in my garage and it was it was a mess. <clears throat> and I bundled up because there's no heat in my garage. And I went off. I went off in there. <laughs> you ever proud of a job? You ever proud like you sit back? Like I clean that garage. Oh yeah. You know, if, if yeah, you I, don't I know what it looked I'm sure you don't know what it looked like before, obviously. Uh, no, obviously filled- not, but with my, my wife's garbage everywhere and a shoe rack that <clears throat> it shouldn't be called a shoe rack. It's just a rack that they throw shoes underneath it. Like <laughs> it, it can only be called a shoe rack if they put shoes on it, but they don't. It's just a pile of shoes. Uh, couldn't see my workbenches. They were covered. Uh, there was still uh, Christmas totes and everything. I went off out there. I sat down. <laughs> Organized. I pulled all the shoes out. Uh, some some of them might have disappeared into the trash for no one's looking. And then uh, that's what I do. That's what you have to do. Oh, Things have I remember, to disappear slowly. Yeah, you told um, me about the deal where it's like, oh, if you notice it's missing, that's right. Then I'll get you one. I'll get you a new yeah. one. Yeah, it's like, why do we have three beach balls out here? Now we have none. <laughs> <laughs> now we have. None. Um, so that was my day. Like I had this very productive day out there. <clears throat> um, but we have to talk, Fred, about 
a new problem I'm having. Okay. Right? This is something that, that I avoided about eight months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And then I, it, I forgot all about it. And then because of some clowns at work that are into football cards of all things, it pulled me back in to whatnot app, Fred. All right? You know what the whatnot app is? No. <laughs> so whatnot is a live auction site. All right? Okay. <clears throat> so you, you log in. So it's a weird mix of like social media and auctions. So you log into people's streams and they're just selling shit live. And all the auctions are a minute or less. Really? And there's like a live chat going and you put in all your credentials. So all you have to do is hit bid. And if you win it, it instantly gets paid for and they ship it to you. All right. So as you can imagine, huh. uh, I believe they have a website. You can go on a, on their website and, and look at it. Um, and so as you can imagine for like retro games and shit like that, you just got people sitting around throwing stuff in front of the screen doing like, you know, 10-second auctions. It's dangerous, Fred. It's fucking dangerous. 10-second auctions. I'm actually thinking I might want to auction stuff off on this site. Well, okay, so, all right. You know how I am with my, my, (laughs) I get it in my head that I'm going to do shit. You know, all (laughs) the way from painting to repairing Game Boys. Like, Uh I get stuff in my head and I go all in. I can relate. Do you know what the biggest, from what I can tell? The biggest business on whatnot is what's that? Funko Pops, Fred. Oh, actually, that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> it is. I I have been fascinated. I've been telling no one gives a fuck. Tell my wife she's just smirking at me. I'm just like, anytime I log in at any given time, there's at least ten. At least 10 live streams of people selling Funko Pops. Yeah, there's a Funko 10 second sections. Yes, yes. And it's just people with their little spinning pedestals in a wall of Funkos. And they just slap them on the thing. And they, they sell them between 10 and 15 bucks a go. 10 seconds. And they do it. This is going. You know how they have stats in life? Like you're like every uh, three seconds, someone's blowing their cousin in, in the world. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's like these crazy stats. Then you're like, that can't be right. Well, every waking, every ten seconds of our life, Fred, there's a Funko Pop being sold, and that is a fucking fact. That is. That is, that is absolutely true. And, Fred, I watch Funko Pop. All day long at work. I don't buy Funko Pops. Why did you have to I've show come me very... this? Now I'm going to watch Magic the Gathering auctions on like... Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yes. Oh, God. And so I'm watching Funko Pop stuff all day long. And I'm going, these fucking people are like throwing these things up here every 10 seconds. They're getting at least seven to thirty-five bucks, sometimes more when it's like some rare shit. Mm-hmm. And this is like their business. And do you know, after five days, I was on eBay looking up Funko lots because in my head I'm like, this is my new pastime. My <laughs> night off, I'm gonna sell Funko Pops in the basement. 
And then I'm like, oh, you know what? Some of these old games I have laying around, I could throw these things up. I have bought um, <clears throat> two PlayStation 2 games, a Sega CD game, uh, PlayStation 1 game. Like, it's bad. It's bad. Because you just bid. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, it's bad. It's just weird. And so do they... Do they schedule you? Like, there's Tuesday, you just, 9.03 you just, p.m., Tuesday, 9.07 p.m., Tuesday, If you're selling, if you're selling, I think you make your schedule, right? And I think you can also just go live whenever you want. Because I've seen people in the middle of the night or early in the morning be like, eh, I couldn't sleep, so I figured I'd sell some shit. And what they do, Fred, because I was talking to a guy at work that sold VHS tapes, because mm-hmm. uh, of course, uh, Fred, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> hurt you, but there's Blu-ray, this whole Blu-ray. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm sure there are live streams, yeah, and VHS live streams. And um, again, this this has been around for like a year, I think. This whatnot, and I resisted it way back then, <laughs> but now I got sucked in. And I guess my buddy was telling me how it works is because <clears throat> this shipping, right? Mm-hmm. And like, say you're looking at these Funko Pops, so, or at least the video games. I was looking at the video games and say it's like $4 shipping. Yeah. It, it will say at the bottom, like, four. but when you buy something, so like I, I won one uh, PS2 game, then the shipping goes down to 50 cents for your next thing. And what happens is my buddy said, you don't have to worry about the shipping. The shipping is coming out of you, like the people buying it. He goes, when you're done with your sales, he goes, whatnot, you print all the shipping labels Mm -hmm. from whatnot. And then you just have to box them up and stick the label on. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about like eBay, like, geez, okay, now I have to go, you know, get the shipping and then stick it on there. And and eBay's got to figure that out. Like eBay does sell you the label now. Like I just recently test sold and they, they do some good things. Yeah. They don't always get a discount. Um, as well mm-hmm. as you'd like, but by and large, you can yeah you can you can do everything at home if you've got a printer uh, and you know the weight and dimensions and everything. But mm-hmm. um, where this becomes a challenge is like you know I'm I'm sure you've done some buying on eBay, but eBay these days free shipping unless mm-hmm. it's a higher dollar item is like mm-hmm. for the birds. Like yeah. half the time I'm buying something and paying like half of it for shipping right like right and so well yeah i'm i'm right now like right now i have it on i'm logged in and i'm watching bonnie's bargains mm. funko pop starting at a buck yeah they wouldn't let me watch anything because i had to Unless sign up for an account in, yeah. and i wasn't going to do that <sighs> not currently and, um, not currently so you know how we always talk about like there's something for everybody. There's worlds yeah. that we don't know exist, depending on what hobby you're into. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've learned more about Funko Pops this week than anybody should care to <laughs> give a fuck about watching these streams, right? Um, my The reason I got back into this, because <clears throat> at work, right? Mm-hmm. At work, all the guys collect football cards. So what they do is that they're on whatnot and they, they do, I forget what they're called. Live breaks. There's a name for it, but basically these dudes by the big 
boxes of the cards unopened. Mm-hmm. And then you, there's like 50 spots. So how many football teams are there? I have no idea. 50? Is it 50 NFL teams? I don't think it's that I many, but you continue. Whatever the number is, right? There are 32. So there's that many, there's 32. So there's that many, there's 32 spots open. I think I was thinking of states or some shit. And um, so he charges, say they charge $30 a spot, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know, what's 30 times 32, Fred? 900 bucks? 30 times 32 is, yeah, bucks. 918, I think. All right. So you buy in, you go, okay, 30 bucks. And then he, you pick a team or I think they, they spin like a wheel and you get like a team, right? Um, oh, my math was off. Know. It was I, 960. I was thinking of nine mm-hmm. times two. Nine times two. It's 30 times two. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. So you, so because I'm watching my friends do this all day at work and so you're working. Um, they're all in the same pool. So they spend 30 bucks. They pick a team, right? So he spins a wheel and you get a team, right? Mm-hmm. And then when your name's up, um, he opens like, I don't know how many packs, but those are for you, right? Oh, so that's and very any- similar. Yeah, they do this with magic. Each box of okay, magic usually has yes. 36 packs. And what they'll do is you can either buy a whole box or you can buy a pack at a time. And either way, most mm-hmm. channels, this is kind of how they do it. They sell you the box on the cheap. So let's say normally mm-hmm. a box of magic on Amazon will cost you like between 95 and 110. It's usually like, you know, a standard box. That's what it'll cost. He sells it for 80 or 75. And, but he opens all the stuff to get the traffic to his channel. And that subsidizes him selling you the right. box at a cheaper price. So, and well, I could see on an auction site how that would be even more amazing, like buying a pack and seeing right there what you'd get in it. Right. And what they do is, so he'll open the pack, like he'll be like, this one's for so-and-so, this mm-hmm. is your, your packs, we're going to open them. He takes all the common cards and throws them, right? Just like if you did any Star Wars saying, you know, the first few cards are the common, the base cards, and then yep. all the autographs and stuff are on the ass end. So he chucks those, like you don't get those. And then he okay. he goes through the special cards, mm-hmm. and if you get one that is your team that you spun, mm-hmm. then you get that card. Like he puts it in a little thing, and it, that's what you you could get nothing though. Like that pack could have nothing of the team you wanted. You yeah, which saying? is that's the crazy part. Yeah, at so least very with magic gambling. stuff I've seen, you you do get whatever's in the pack. <laughs> yeah. So, but my buddy gets like. Like he will get like autographs and stuff, and he's he's very much into it. And he got last week a ten thousand dollar card. Damn. And I said, uh, did that guy ship you that card? You better look at that fucking card when it shows up. It's all photocopied, right? Yeah. Well, fucking, <laughs> it's fake. I go, that guy pocketed that thing. That's the one thing, right? You gotta like mm-hmm. trust. I'm like, yeah. he goes, mm-hmm. I don't know. It says it's shipped, and I'm like, all right, man, you better better check that out when you get it. Well, right. uh, yeah, so that's my new thing is like, <clears throat> I couldn't sleep the other night, so I'm downstairs eating cereal at one in the morning watching Fun- Funko Pop spin on a little fucking rotating disc going, hmm. like right now, this guy's put him up a stormtrooper. There you go. Yeah. I might have to bid on it because I like Star Wars. And when I start my, my business, Fred, on whatnot, 
I might need this. Right? <laughs> does that make sense? That makes sense, right? Like I said, I... So here's like a perfect example of where I still just can't... Uh, excuse me. So let me give you a perfect example of where... And, and I guess with magic, it's probably a bad example. But these days, magic cards by and large, are not worth as much as the sealed packs. And mm. so, for example, I recently watched a live stream where a guy opened a pack of this set called The Dark. Boxes of The Dark are worth a lot of money because it was a very short period of time where Magic got rid of all rarities other than two. They just did common and uncommon. In fact... Yeah, anyway, they, they did rare in some other instances. But anyway, during the dark, they did common and uncommon. So every pack would only have eight cards in it. It would be six commons, two uncommons, and there were no rares. That was it. And each box had 60 packs. So that's why, like, nowadays, a box of the dark is worth a lot. Because you have mm. a way better chance of pulling the good cards, and you get way more packs. Anyway, he was opening two packs of these. If you're going to buy a pack of the dark, by and large, you're going to pay about 150 bucks per pack mm-hmm. for just a single pack. And he opened what we call a god pack. It's the pack where you get the most expensive common and the most expensive rare in the same pack. Um, he for, for magic nerds, I'll just say it real quick. It was Maze of Ith and City of Shadows. Oh, you know what? No, it was Maze. Yes, but he also got... Let me just... Dude, Goblin Wizard was the other one he got. Um, and that's, these were all like the highest valued cards. Um, mm-hmm. But that pack being 150 bucks, you're, you'll spend less than that buying a Goblin Wizard, a City of Shadows, and a Maze of Ith, or you'll, get, you'll spend about that. You know what I mean? Like I think the market right. price for the Goblin Wizards like between seven, sixty and seventy five, City of Shadows is like fifty to seventy, and the Maze of Ith is like twenty bucks. And so mm. it's like, if you pull this God Pack that they were all giddy over, and it's just the price of an unopened pack, like what's the fucking point? Um, right. But I do have to make one quick admission to you, and I'm sorry to kind of hijack your slot here. That's okay. But the other night, trees, and I was sober, which is good. I wasn't okay. sober all weekend, as I'll get to, but I was sober <laughs> when I was doing this. I'll be talking about it in a little bit, but I was on a little bit of a comic book kick. And do you, were you ever into comics? I think you were a little too old to be into that, like, early I, 90s I comic a, craze. Yeah, no, I have a box of comics okay. still, because I sort of got into it a little, like well, collecting them, but not reading them. Kids so I do have a got box like, of Punisher. Yeah. Oh, somewhere. Punisher. Okay. That was a good one. That was late 80s, right? I'm guessing the late 80s Punisher. I have um, the complete limited series. Yes. Okay. Yes. This is what it's I'm like one through. And then I have the first, I have number one through something of the unlimited series, too. Which, if nobody's ever seen Punisher number one from the unlimited series, it is the most hilarious, absurd cover you've ever seen he's mm-hmm. got a fucking bazooka not even it's a rocket launcher yeah. over he's the shoulder outside a window and he's blank. outside a window pointing it and less than three feet away is a drug dealer who is literally shitting his pants the look on that guy's face is absolutely classic but anyway mm-hmm. i digress 
in the early '90s, right? Like that was when like McFarlane hits and 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 um, Infinity Gauntlet hits and stuff like that. Like everybody kind of got into comics regardless. And this was right before I became a magic nerd. Anyway, um, there were cards. There were Marvel cards. There was Series One, which I think was '91. I think Series Two. No, wait. Yes, I think it was 91 was Series 1, 92 was Series 2, 93 was Series 3, and 94 was Series 4. And then if there was a Series 5, I didn't know about it. And one of the mm. big things, one of the big fetches in those trees was, because um, I don't remember if there was really rarity, but there might have been, but I don't think there was. Because you remember with like baseball cards and stuff, like back in the day, I remember like with Upper Deck and stuff, like there were rare cards, but I don't think it was like magic where it's organized where you get... X number of commons, X number of uncommons, and a rare. Maybe it is now, but I don't remember that being the way back in the day. Like, you just open an upper deck. I remember my buddy just opening packs of 93 upper deck, and he'd get a bunch of garbage in one pack, and then in another, he'd get the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie. Like, I don't know. Like, so I don't know. But I feel like Marvel cards was the same way. You just get a randomized mm. 15 cards, right? No one was more rare than the other, or if they were, you weren't guaranteed a rare. You just happened to get it mixed in. But there were five fetch cards, or like six of them or something. They were holograms. They were hologram cards, and they looked pretty dope. Um, mm. And so I went down a rabbit hole because I finished reading a comic thing and they were showing off the Marvel cards at the end of, I finished reading a graphic novel and at the end they showed the Marvel cards. And so I started looking it up and I was like, I wonder what a set of Marvel cards costs. And it turns out they're like a hundred bucks. And then the hologram sets, the six holograms, because they were like super rare because you only got like two a box or something. <laughs> and there were mm -hmm. six of them. Those sell for like a hundred bucks on their own. And then I was like, I wonder if you could buy unopened packs and boxes. And sure enough, you can, Trees. And there was a moment. It's funny because I'd never do this with magic. There was a moment where I was like, 150 bucks for a Series 3 sealed box, huh? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but I didn't do it. But anyway. So, yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, it... That that gets that gets crazy. <laughs> mm. I think in the end, I still would have bought a set. I still like the the sure thing. So I'm watching this girl right now. <laughs> and Teresa's Opening like moving Magic on. Together on cards. Oh, are you? Yeah, she just has stacks of boxes, and she has packs down with playing cards on top of them. Mm -hmm. And I think you you bid twenty bucks, and then you pick a number. And then she's opening all the cards nice. under that number. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> like I said, um, and there's a lot of sets now with Magic, right? It's been out forever. I still like watching the vintage pack openings, but like those packs are like a thousand bucks a piece or more, right? Like there are certain sets, they don't think they exist anymore. Like just straight up, like I think Arabian Nights, I think it's, it's widely known that the Arabian Nights and possibly even Antiquities, but I have seen a box opening of Antiquities recently, but like Arabian Nights, like, and that was another one where it was like 60 packs and that one's money makers. Like a box of yeah. Arabian Nights would probably be six figs trees, like 150,000. Mm. But people are saying like, they just don't exist. Huh? Cause you'd get 60 packs and like every card in Arabian Nights, because those cards are so rare, 
is worth like hundreds, if not thousands. And so think mm. about it. You get two hundreds, if not thousand dollar cards. And then like the most expensive ones are like tens of thousands of dollars, right? Jesus and they're all Christ. pack fresh. And you get 60 packs with two of these really expensive cards per pack. Like, yeah, it's just unheard Jeez. of. But anyway. Thank God. Yeah, wow. It gets crazy, man. It gets crazy. It gets crazy. And, uh, yeah, I'm hoping this phase passes because I <laughs> I seriously, like, in my head, is like, I could do this. Just, just so do me much. one favor, Shit. and this won't be as big of a problem for you as it is for me. Put a breathalyzer on your your thing on your app. Make sure oh, make sure you can't right. you can't have a few beers and then jump into an auction because that's where shit gets really <clears throat> bad. Yeah, man. <laughs> no, here's something I learned about Funko Pops mm-hmm. is uh, they have Funko uh, box protectors. They do. You know how you like yes. how you bag and board your comic. They have these see through like. Things you slide them in. Yeah, my buddy Adam, my buddy Adam did that because he's he bought two super. No, he's not into Funko Pops, but he has this cool shrine <laughs> to his favorite wrestlers, and one of them is the Ultimate Warrior, and I'm trying to remember the other one. They they are like your your hardcore right, like mid '80s. Mm-hmm. mid to late 80s wrestlers the WWF era and I it might even be Hulk Hogan but I think he got like Funko like sealed Funko Pops of the original you know Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior gotcha, Funko Pops yep. and I think he paid a lot of money for them from what I understand and so he had them in these like can't hurt them cubes <laughs> yeah I watched a guy last night <clears throat> when I was trying to sleep um Yo, he was like a sham wild type of dude. Okay. Like he was like exactly he had the camera on. Yeah. yeah, he had the camera on him. Usually people have just the camera on like the Funko the Pop, merch. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um but this dude, he had it like facing him. So you could see him like twirling the box around <laughs> and like showing you all sides all slick. And then he was folding those protective cases. Mm-hmm. You know, like a professional, like Domino's worker folding pizza boxes. Like he's like, <laughs> bah, 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 bah. and then he was like twirling the box around and stick it in there. And I'm like, I don't like this guy. Right. I can see why. I don't like yeah. him because there's no, to me, right. He don't care about the Funko, right. No, he's he's just selling dope. Funkos. Yeah. And he, and I've seen, as you can imagine, I've seen a lot of retro stores on here where it's like, they're in their store, right? Mm-hmm. It's not some dude that has some collection. <clears throat> they're in the store, and they're just, like, pulling out shit that doesn't sell. Yep. And they're asking people, like, what do you want? I'll put it up there. It's like, no, no, no. It's like, no, no. That's not how this works. Right. Take a stack and start slinging some stuff up there. Don't don't be afraid asking people what they want just so you know it will sell. Let's throw some stuff up there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when they're mispronouncing names and shit, I'm like, these fuckers don't care. I know. They got these in a box, like a lot, you know what I mean? And they're just turning it over. So that drives me nuts. Facts. What's a passion? Everybody I want knows some stories. No. <laughs> I want some stories behind so these pop-ups. Do they right? have to be like 10-second or one-minute auctions, or can you do a little bit longer? Uh, no. It's one minute? 
I think one minute might be the limit, and okay. I never see that. Okay. The longest I ever see is 30 seconds. Okay. Because what happens mm. if someone bids, it adds 10 seconds. Ah, So even though gotcha. it's a 10-second starting bid, if mm-hmm. people start bidding, it kind of keeps going. And that keeps the, the FOMO going. Do you know what I'm saying? I think I want to do this. I think I want to yes. sling just my random stuff. Because, you know, I yes. have like – I've got some like rare Game Gear games – and I've got a working multiple game gears. Yeah. And I got my Jaguar shit. I would say <laughs> get on the WhatNot app, right? Mm-hmm. And just watch it for a week. Because there's oh, some yeah, truly you got to learn tricks, yeah. There's true shit ones out there that I'm like, these fuckers. I, they, so just some dude that's high in his bedroom. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> because some people... Some people are treating this, I've noticed, as their social media platform also. So, like, someone would just be like, here's a tour of my store tonight. It's like, I don't give a fuck. What are you selling? (laughs) Or, like, someone, like, in between auctions is talking for five minutes about life. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, don't give a fuck. Your cat died? So sad. Put up another PlayStation 2 game. So That's why I'm here. I just saw your your text you sent me with the, the pictures. Mm-hmm. If you're ready to laugh, he's opening the newest set that just came out called Dominaria Remastered. And I forgot, I wanted to mention this to you. Did you know that Magic is remastering its old sets <laughs> like a fucking video I, game? I heard people talking about that somewhere yeah. on like a podcast or something. Yeah, they're, I mean, it's they're just doing cool. new art on, yeah, old sets. That's cool though isn't it cool it's or an interesting is it, concept is that, um is that not because they do that with everything else right like like when you collect like marvel cards or some shit or they, yeah they, all it is is constant re like new Re-upping art them. for yeah. every base and stuff so well and 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 magic does have something which they've broken that rule a couple of times but magic has something called the reserved list which is mm-hmm. readily accessible, and it's a list of cards they promise not to reprint. So, okay. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah, and that's a, I believe that's a girl. If you see it in yeah. motion, those are girl hands, I believe. Those uh, look like girl she hands. Has some, that's who you want to hit your wagon to, Fred. She has, she has the goods. Right. That's a wall of, like, cases of <laughs> magic cards <laughs> yeah, right. to rob the truck or something. I don't know what they did. No, that's, what you that's how they, that. Marvel, or Marvel, Magic deals in bulk now. Like most of my friends who are players, mm-hmm. they're either in, too, in for a penny or in for a pound. <laughs> like, um, do you yeah. remember um, VGO? Do you remember Kyle Jones? Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. I follow him on Twitter. I still see him once yeah, in a while. Yeah, he's on Twitter. And he plays Magic and he just buys like three packs at a time. <laughs> He's in for a yeah. little, and then my other buddy in for just what? Yeah, yeah, just a little taste, just a taste. Yeah, and he just he, he likes to see his his good pulls and stuff like that. He's a very responsible collector. And then That's I got my other buddy who like each box is thirty six packs, and it costs like I told you for a standard box it costs like a hundred, but like they've got like fancier boxes they've got like collector mm-hmm. boxes which give you multiple rares in every pack like it just ups it's like gambling right like they they promise you better pulls and so they have collector boxes and set boxes they have all kinds of names for them i can't even keep them straight there's like four different skews for each set and those can go two three hundred 
I know mm-hmm. dudes who spend like $1,500 every time a set comes out and just open packs like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just <laughs> teach their own. Oh, and I it's don't great know. because, I... well, when my daughter and I played Magic, we would go up when the new sets come out. And I remember she liked Phoenixes and this set had like a bunch of Phoenixes. And like, you know, mm-hmm. each pack's like three bucks. And I'm like, she wanted to open a pack. And I was like, Autumn, honey, I'll get you one pack. But like, what are the chances when you open your pack, you'll get a Phoenix? And then in my mind, mm-hmm. I'm like, and please, God, don't get a Phoenix because she's going to think, <clears throat> right? And then we went, up to the, we went up to the store and they had the the they had the phoenix and a play set is four for most cards you can have up to four in your deck at once and i said how much are the phoenixes and he goes 80 cents i said autumn honey you can buy a pack for four bucks or i can pay four bucks and give you four phoenixes don't you just want that and she goes oh yeah i do and so that's the other thing that still blows my (laughs) mind is that for sets like these new sets those cards don't haven't gained value yet and so if you go out, right, that's why I never understood these people who open these packs, because you can go buy the cards you want or need for way cheaper than like even a handful of packs. Like it, it just mm. never makes any sense to me. But Yeah. There's no endorphin uh, rush. I get it. It's like it's like asking people, why don't you just go to the bank and make a withdrawal from your savings right. instead of yeah. going to the casino? I understand it's mm-hmm. a stupid statement to make. It- you, do you know what it is? You, you know, you mentioned that, like the endorphin rush. I'm watching this. Like, I, I, I have this Funko Pop stream playing in the background here, right? <laughs> yes. Most likely, I will buy a Funko by the time this show's over. <laughs> sure. um, I know that's where this is going. <laughs> because these auctions are so short, it's like my brain is like, let me just see the next one. <laughs> let, me, let me just see the next one. Do you know what I'm saying? Just one more. It's a yeah. sickness. Yeah, well, like, what's the next one? I've never bought a Funko in my life. I have four of them in this house, and they're all for my son. No, no, that's not true. Three is for my son. He has R2-D2 and BB-8 in his room in the box. He has a Godzilla, <laughs> has which is open. My daughter has BB-8 and um, something else upstairs in her Funkos, but anyway. Yeah, and he has a Godzilla that he, o- he opened mm-hmm. and he plays with it. And then down here somewhere in the basement, you know, when my, my old podcast area got dismantled, I have that second sister. Remember? Because I was in mm-hmm. love with her. Yep. And I have that bobblehead down here somewhere. But it's open. <laughs> like, I took it out the box. I didn't give a shit. You know? And now in my head, I'm going, hmm, some, hmm, whatnot. Now my son's going to be like, where'd my Funkos go? What? <laughs> what? Well, and if you remember, I, what the only Funkos I have is that, um, uh, I have that uh, um, Resident Evil set. So I've got the liquor, I got Jill, I got mm. Nemesis, I got oh. Chris, Leon, and um, and one other. And then they had the big Funkos too. So I also have yeah, I hate the Tyrant. Ones. Yeah, I've got the Tyrant, which is glow in the dark. His skin <laughs> glows in the dark. He was a special target version. And then I've mm-hmm. got the the Hunter. And I've thrown away the boxes on all of those. And I'm sure I, I heard that like some of those Resident Evil ones are, are like yeah. worth some money now. Uh, and then the only so, other one I've got is I remember when GameStop used to have limited Funkos that you could get through their rewards program. No, I don't. Okay. Well, they did. <laughs> and I saved up a bunch of points and never spent it. Now the rewards program's a joke. It's just $5 coupons. But right. 
I got a Ezio uh, hidden. It's an Ezio that, remember when he used to hide in crowds and they couldn't spot him and he turned blue? (laughs) It's an all blue Ezio that's supposed to be Ezio hidden. So I've got that one as well. I don't know. You ever look it up? I've never looked it up. (laughs) Funkos with those little stickers, people really like them. Walmart exclusive, yes. Target exclusive. There's a, I've noticed there's a lot of Hot Topic exclusive ones I've been watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Chewbacca the other day from Solo, the movie Solo. He had the little yeah. goggles on top of his head. And it had a sticker from some store I never heard of, like some breakfast something. It must have been like someplace on the West west Coast or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, people went nutty for that one. So looking I'm, on- I'm watching- Watching a lot of Marvel right now, Fred. There's yeah, a lot looking, of Marvel going up. Looking online, that Ezio, if you've got the box, which I don't, mm-hmm. that Ezio runs okay. about 50 bucks. 50 bucks, see? Yeah. So in my in my toxic brain thinking I can do this shit, I'm like, what if I just go? Because we have like a mall going out of business, and there's all those stores that have these things piled up. I'm like, you know, what if I go and buy, say, like <laughs> 20 of them, right? And just yeah. do a test one. Holy Just a quick shit. test selling, you know, sell 20 of them, see what the profit is, see how hot it is. So my tyrant you know? is worth a little bit more. Mm-hmm. About 180 bucks, it looks like. But he's open though, you said, right? Yeah, mine's open. Right, yeah, so people aren't going to care. But yeah, it's because he's, and mine's not, mine's the six inch, not the 10 inch. Okay. So he's a little smaller. But yeah, and he's the glow in the dark one. Oh my God. Nemesis is like, holy shit. The, so, I think these Resident Evils might be worth a lot of money. My brain was like, what if I get a niche? Like, what if I only get video game and Star Wars related pops? Like, that's all I sell. Because I go. saw a lot of, I almost pulled the trigger hard. On, by the way, there's a lot of Fortnite. Funko Pops, by the way, also. I oh, saw yeah. a lot of There's those a lot going of every Funko Pop. Oh. And uh, <laughs> there was a lot of Kingdom Hot 3 Funkos yesterday when I was laying in bed <laughs> that I got real itchy on. Real itchy on. But because uh, in my brain, I'm like, I'll resell them. I'll resell them. Yeah, I'm em. looking on Mercari right now, and there's a dude who's mm-hmm. selling my... Not even. He's only got three of mine. Yeah, I think that Resident Evil set is worth a lot. Here we go. Here's an eBay guy selling them. And it looks like, yeah, you're fetching about 850 bucks. Mm-hmm. And they, it's even used. But he's got them in these protectors. So, <laughs> uh, Anyways, I've wasted enough time. Shit. But I'm just saying. Yeah. I feel like it, I feel... I could do this. What's even crazier is I have no desire to get rid of my Funkos. I'm happy. Oh, you know what? I just found out, and I won't look them up because we're already down this bunny trail. I forgot my other two. They're right next to my gaming TV. I have the 8-bit Freddy Krueger and the 8-bit Jason from the NES games. Those were Funko Pops that were at at, uh, uh, GameStop. And there are Freddy Krueger and Jason Funkos as well. Um, that are 8-bit, but these are the ones that are colored like the NES games. So they're a little more rare, but I, I, I've i heard that they're not like too crazy. Like you'll spend a little bit more. I think I paid like 12 bucks a piece for them. And I think they're like now like 20 or 30. So you're spending a little bit more, but they came out a long time ago. 
So, yeah. But anyway, I digress. Well, uh, anyways, uh, whatnot. Stay <laughs> yeah. off of it. Just, just stay off of it. It's brutal. I also discovered Star Wars Lego set channel. That was brutal, too. I had to get off of that fucking with the quickness, dude. No, that's where the money will go. <clears throat> so from somebody who's got a brother-in-law with a Death Star and a Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Also, another big big channels on here, which I didn't think. Funko, I can see being a thing, right? Mm-hmm. But I did not know that Lego minifigs was a thing. Oh, and there are a lot of Lego minifig channels uh, on here. Hmm. So if you like it, no. To me, minifigs, you can just make them, can't you? But I guess no. I guess you're right. Some no, they'll have, proprietary, just... they'll have proprietary pieces. And I know this because Autumn once lost Ray in her <laughs> Lego know. set. And we thought the dogs ate it. <laughs> and so we bought another one. And I do not want to share. It wasn't a lot, but for just one little minifig, I think I, mm-hmm. I think we paid 20 bucks for it. And in wow. the time that we were waiting for it to come in the mail, um, she found it. So we actually have two. We have one in our safe that people always see it in our safe and they're like, why do you have a Lego minifigure? God damn. I have, um, I have my Blue Milk Luke, right? There you go. That came yeah. with the, the Skywalker collection there. But I also have, because I bought the old, <clears throat> was it Force Awakens Lego? or some, Came in a gold box. But I have an unopened Finn, first order Finn minifig inside a package somewhere in a drawer. Back when the new trilogy was going to be about the story of a stormtrooper becoming a uh, Jedi? I think so. I think so. (laughs) Now he's just sad inside a bag. Not being used. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was, unfortunately, or fortunately, however you want to look at it, that was my week staring at my fucking phone in... That app like drains your battery and makes like you could fry an egg on the back of my phone. Oh, okay. I'm like when watching it, so be be careful. I will. But, uh, I'll keep that in mind. You should check it out. Though. I'm 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 always curious when I introduce you to stuff. Like if you mm-hmm. actually like check it out and like so think anything yeah, of I'm it. Not, so I'm not gonna lie. Like wish they've even given me like a deal right now where I get like I think it's ten bucks off my first. <clears throat> purchase of $10 Mm -hmm. or more. And I just, my problem is because I have like the Mr. And like hacked portable consoles and stuff. I just don't have a use case for a lot of the stuff that's on wish, but I'm fascinated by it. I check out the site constantly. Yeah. Cause it's funny. Yeah. I don't buy much. I don't buy anything off of there either. I bought that one game console. That was funny, but um, they pushed Wish hard during the holidays. Every internet commercial was for fucking Wish. And I'm just <laughs> oh, like, yeah. boy, they're misrepresenting that fucking website. You know? Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> they're trying to make it seem like it was a regular shopping website. Like, get all your Christmas gifts on Wish. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> First, if you want your shit by Christmas, don't order it from fucking Wish. Even if it's like September. Because that <laughs> shit might not show up. Right. And uh, <clears throat> not the best quality. <clears throat> so... Well, well, besides my addiction, what have you been uh, (laughs) doing this week? So this week, um, two things. One, let me just keep it on brand. Um, So speaking of auctions, I I have comic 
you know, you know, my favorite comic person is Spider-Man and I have mm-hmm. a bunch of, um, comics, uh, graphic novels. I think I've talked about this. They're called the essential collection and they're, they're in black and white. And I <clears throat> was reading the infinity gauntlet series, which has a bunch of spinoff issues. Like you have to go spin off and look up other issues. And I happen to have a lot of them. And I was reading some of those issues and just realizing that like, I really like the way things look in full color. And I especially like them in these omnibuses, which are these big, expensive $125 hardcover books. But like, to be fair, they give you a lot of issues in them. Like, um, I want to say that here, let me just look it up. Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus One. Here we go. Volume One gives you the first. Come on, just just give me the issue numbers. I I always find it fascinating <clears throat> that with these stupid omnibuses, they don't just give you the issue numbers. Here we go. It gives you um, Amazing Fantasy Fifteen, his first issue, right? It also gives you Amazing Spider-Man 1 through 38, Annuals 1 and 2, as well as Fantastic Four Annual 1. So that's a lot of issues, right? Like it's like 40 books or more. <clears throat> so and it's like a, it's over a thousand pages. It's like 1,200 pages. So, right, they, they make it worth it, right? I guess. Depends on how you mm. look at it. Um, for contrast, these essential collections were really for people who just really cared about the stories, which I thought I did, but I think I appreciate the whole thing more than just the stories. Um, and frankly, in the sixties and seventies, the stories weren't great. There were some good stories, but they were few and far between. Um, and so these essential collections were 15 bucks a piece. And I bought those back when they first came out. So now I'm getting dangerous. I want to read these in color. <laughs> and for the record, I have read, I started getting into Amazing Spider-Man around like 250, right around the Hobgoblin era. Uh, I think it was, oh, I'm trying to remember who the writer was at the time. And then of course, um, 300, you get like, um, r- right around the 290s, you get McFarlane coming in as the, um, the artist. And um, you get some, I think he wrote them too. Anyway, uh, I'll have to see who wrote them. But but anyway, mm-hmm. you you get some of that big stuff. So I knew that. Um, and I had read some of the older books, right? Like some of the quintessential issues like Amazing Spider, Amazing Fantasy 15, the early Amazing Spider-Mans. The Lizard was my favorite villain early on. Um, and so like he was in issue five and like the Punisher first appearance and all that stuff. Like there were ways you could get reprints of those books. And there was even a series called Marvel Tales, which reprinted those books for you if you wanted to get a comic book version. Um, so I'd read some of them, but now I've been reading them from the beginning and I just like leave Spider-Man for a while. I'll go read something else and I'll come back to it. Anyway, I'm on issue like 105, I think. So I decided I wanted to go color and trees. Here's your slippery slope. So Mm -hmm. I was like, well, I'll just buy the omnibuses as I get around to reading them. And then I'll go with the back issues. Like the ones I've already read. I'll circle back to those. So then I made the, um, the drinking auction mistake. This is not a inherently bad move that I made, 
But it was just one of those things where it's like if I had time to if I had a moment's hesitation to think about it, I probably wouldn't have done this auction. But there was a guy and he listed you'll see this on eBay. I know you're familiar with this. Somebody just lists something wrong. Right. They just list it, mm. it not categorically wrong, but they just don't put the right descriptors in there. So people don't find it in the search. Right. This guy had the omnibus number one, the Spider-Man omnibus number one, which was reprinted this year. And he had the previous printing, the 2019 printing, which I think is worth a little bit more. And it's a it's a um, it's the original like Amazing Fantasy 15 comic book cover. And it's opened. A lot of times when you buy these omnibuses on eBay, they're sealed still. Like that's like a big collector thing is that they're still wrapped in plastic. And um, <clears throat> so remember the cover price is 125 bucks. Right now, the 2022 books are usually selling for about $100 on eBay plus shipping. And this guy had a auction going because his was opened. But opening doesn't drop the price too much. You know what I mean? Like... You might get it for 85 because it's open versus 100. And so um, this guy had it listed in an auction for, I think he wanted 15 bucks shipping and he had it started at 50 bucks. And I noticed the auction and I was like, holy shit, this auction's ending in like 20 minutes and no one's bid on it. And I couldn't mm. quite figure out what he didn't put in the description, but like I just watched it and right when there was like 30 seconds left, I bid $52. <laughs> Oh, and nobody even you. bid on it or anything. And I got it for he, 50 bucks. So 65 bucks. He hated you. Because no one bids on it, he can keep it. So you, right. he hated you. Yeah. He was like, oh. I'll give him credit though. <laughs> nice guy, had 100% feedback. Gave me yeah. the tracking that night. I paid for it right away. He gave me the tracking that night. Showed up, well protected. It's in incredible shape. Like I usually, these new ones that I get from comic shops usually aren't in this good of shape. It's an incredible shape. It was wrapped multiple times in bubble wrap and then put in an appropriate box. He, for that 15 bucks, he shipped it priority mail, right? So he, he did it the right way. Um, cause it won't fit in a small box. You have to do it in a medium box cause it's a big book. And, uh, but you know, thank God for the United States postal service, not doing a weight limit on those. Right. Um, <laughs> and, um, yeah. And he sent it to me quick. And so I was very happy about that. So here's the, the, the wrap up. So I told my wife and I remember talking to her, like, I was like, you know, like the thing about me is I'm meticulous and I'm slow. Like I will slowly buy these books as they happen. I learned two things during that time. One that omnibus two, which has like the first appearance of like green. Oh no, it doesn't have first appearance of green goblin, but it's like green goblin getting defeated. And there's a, there's a, there's a lot of good books in that second omnibus, the one that's like issues 39 to 60 or something. I think it's also first Kingpin and various other things. Anyway, that omnibus has the infamous issue. I think it was 38 of amazing spider. No, it was maybe 42 of amazing Spider-Man where green goblin unmasks Spider-Man and only one person sees his identity, which is green goblin. Um, Mm. but anyway, that book has not been reprinted recently and it's not in print. And so that omnibus sells for like minimum used copies are like 175 and new ones are like 250. And I was like, ah, fuck. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. Like just flat out. No, I'm not going to do that. And so I was like, okay, I'll wait. But like Marvel, when it tells its printings, 
Marvel puts those way out. Like Omnibus 4 is another one that's like that. You'll see Omnibus 4 selling for like 200 to 400, but they're reprinting it, right? They, the, the pre-sale ends in February. I think I've already pre-ordered mine and it doesn't come out till August. Just so you know, it's like Amazon where you pre-order it, you promise to pay for it, but mm-hmm. you don't pay for it until it ships and you get a discount. So I bought the book at like, it was 87 or something. It's like a 30% discount. Um, but I know that's coming. So that one I'm okay with. But um, but yeah, two is the other big one. So I saw an auction that a comic shop had. And it was Omnibus 1, 2, 3, and 5. So it skips over the big expensive 4 one. And they mm. wanted 400 for that for the the Jesus. lot which i know that sounds yeah. high but not 400 for just yeah. one book it's four books it's 425 dollars books including the expensive one for 400 still too high for me but you can see like the logic right like they're not really ripping anyone off on that that's right. that's actually a very competitive deal but i looked at it and you know how ebay tells people when they look at it I think they'd been trying to sell this for a while <laughs> and it hadn't been working out. So the comic shop threw me an offer for 325, which is a pretty hefty discount, right? That's like I think 20% off. So I'm like, okay, that's a mm. pretty hefty discount. But I don't need Omnibus 1. I just bought it. <laughs> Right. Right. And so now I've got the problem you were talking about where I've got to move that Omnibus book. That said, it's sealed, like it's brand new, unopened. I could probably turn and burn that book, you know, for like between 90 and 100, you know, and then I got to give eBay its 15% and I got to pay for shipping and stuff. So, uh, but I'll, I'll actually, I'll have them pay for shipping. So like I'll make out, you know, even at that 325 or whatever, like with the 75 or whatever I paid for it. I don't want to do it that way, but I was hesitant. So I wrote to them and I was like, is there any way you'd spin out books two three and five in their own auction and the guy's like i'll be honest with you man i know that omnibus two is worth money he's like i would probably charge the same price so why don't you just just take the omnibus one with it if you want it and i was like okay i'll think about it i thought about it i told julie i was like i think i'm gonna offer them 250 and if they do it i'll jump at it right so i offered him 250 they declined that, but countered offered at 275. And I was like, okay, I'll do that. Cause that means Bargaining. I'm what? Bargaining. I love it. Yeah. So I, I got it for 275, which is way under 400, right? Like mm-hmm. way under 400. Um, well, did, wasn't there a, didn't you have just a slice urge to say 270? I like, did. Don't you, you, you I like did. to go back and forth by small increments until you settle on like by a penny. I like even numbers and they were charging 25 for shipping because they got to <laughs> ship me four very heavy books. Right. And so I was like, yeah. all right. <clears throat> the other thing is I was tracking a couple of omnibus two auctions that started at like a hundred bucks and had buy it nows for 200 and they all ended over 200. So I was kind of getting that thing of like, I don't want to have it be that because Marvel will eventually reprint this, but it could be over a year from now. Right. Like, and so I was like, I just don't want to have 
that empty spot on the shelf and I know it's going to bug me and I don't want to see myself spending more money than I need to in the future. And these were all new sealed books. Keep in mind, most of these other ones were open. This is a a new one, right? Hmm. But yeah, so I was like, cool, I got them. But I, I, you know, and again, I had to, I had to do, I had to put on the $0 credit card, right? And I'll slowly with a couple of paychecks, pay it back because I'm not looking to drop that money right away. Or maybe I'll sling some used games and make my money back. But, but yeah, so I have this extra omnibus now. I have this extra omnibus one. So if anybody wants it for like, oh shit, I'll sell it for 75 bucks. If anybody listening, I don't expect anyone to. If anybody listening wants a brand new sealed copy of the Spider-Man omnibus one, that I just described for 75 bucks. Mm-hmm. I'll definitely sell it to people. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so yeah, but, but I, I did okay. But yeah, now I've got all of the Spider-Man omnibuses. Uh, so I basically got the first 180 issues. Once I get my omnibus four, all in color, all good to go. <clears throat> I also get to now sling those essential collections and get some money mm-hmm. off of those. Um, I was looking, it looks like I'm going to be selling volumes one through six or seven. And most people are getting about mm, between a hundred and 150 for those. I think I'm just going to throw it on auction for 50 bucks and see what the market wants to pay for it. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but anyway, so I did do that. So I spent way more than I wanted to. And I completely shit all over, you know, my statement <laughs> to Julie where I was like, yeah, I do things slow and meticulous. <laughs> yeah. 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 So there was that. Um, But uh, the other thing was Friday 13th was on Friday, Trees. That's right. It was. Yep. So Julie got home from work and, um, oh, wait, actually, was she off on Friday? No, she worked. She worked. Yes, that's right. Because we got takeout Chinese. I remember that now. Um, And we were going to watch Friday 13th movie. So we watched Friday 13th part six, Jason Lives. Do you even watch these movies? No, I, I've seen them, mm-hmm. but I don't care enough to remember what they were. The only ones I remember is uh, the first one, obviously, sure, because <clears throat> it's iconic. Mm-hmm. Then they're all blurry. I remember 3D. Okay, right, that makes sense. I remember yeah. that because that was like a funny thing. I remember Jason in Man- takes Manhattan or whatever the fuck yep. it is, part eight, mm-hmm. right. I just remember that one, and then the the one the only one I ever bought because I thought it was hilarious was Jason X. Yeah, Jason. And I face. stand by that movie. Yeah, still. That movie is. I stand by that movie too. Um, yeah. So part six was uh, in parts one through four. It was you know one is obviously the mom, but two's two, three, and four. Jason's the killer, right? And they kill him off. They actually kill him. Paramount okay. was going to drop him. Frank Mancuso Jr., the producer, was going to stop making those movies. Then they decided to resurrect him the next year because they made so much money off of it, right? And it's in part five, it's not Jason. So part six is the one where it is Jason. It's called Jason Lives, and it's when Jason comes back. And the guy who the guy who directed this movie is Tom McLaughlin. He's he's a he's a funny guy. I think he also was involved with like Return of the Living Dead or something. Like he has fun with horror movies. I could mm-hmm. be wrong about him directing that movie though. Um, and so Jason Lives has a lot of like jokes in it, right? Like he, you know, like um, the the lead character ends up getting stranded at like Karlov's, 
you know, gas station named after Boris Karloff and stuff like that. And like there is, you know, I think there's two boys in it that are named like Freddie and Michael and stuff like that. Right. Like it's very self-aware and it is Mm. definitely a slasher movie, but it's having fun a lot. There is a scene where like the, the, this girl, Megan, who's the sheriff's daughter is like really into Tommy, who's the lead character. And he's wanted by the cops. The cops think he's doing all the killings while it's Jason. And so she runs away with him and the cops are chasing them. And she, during the chase, she jams his head in her crotch because she's like into him. And like, oh yeah. And like, she has to take like a tight turn and she goes, this is going to be a hairy turn. Like they make jokes like that throughout the whole movie. Uh, and like, huh? there's even kids at this one. It's like the only Jason <laughs> movie where there are kids actually at the camp. Like the kids actually show up at the camp before everyone starts dying. And so there's a lot of jokes <laughs> okay. there too, where like, and Jason like wanders through the kids cabins, but he never actually attacks any of them or anything. But there's right. a lot of jokes with like that uh, in there where like one kid goes, so what were you going to be when you grew up and stuff like that? Like there's just a lot of jokes in the movie. So we watched that. We had fun. And um, Julie had a couple of glasses of wine and I had a couple of drinks. And then we made the mistake trees. Mm-hmm. The, I remember it like it was yesterday. Julie was like, do you want to watch another movie? And I was like, sure. And she goes, I should be tired, but I'm not. I said, okay. And she wanted to watch The Greatest Showman and do like singing. And I was like, okay, we can watch this. I like that movie. Yeah, that movie's great. And she was like, but you know what we need? Caffeine and more alcohol. No. Because we were just getting buzzed. And I was like, okay, okay. So I went out and I got Monster Energy drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And I got whiskey. Not a bottle of whiskey. For the record, I did not get a bottle of whiskey. I got uh-huh. a pint of whiskey. And so I think the fact that you have to clarify that it says a lot about you, Fred. Sure. Well, I well, I, uh, yeah. And, and again, <laughs> I knew better than to just in case, like if you just a- when you've already are making poor choices, you you want to mitigate yeah. the risks. Right. And I was sober enough at that time to one, be able to drive like within the confines of the law, like Jason lives is like 90 minutes and I'd had two drinks. Right. So like I'm safely within the confines of the law at that point. But also to know that like, especially Julie, if she wants to get energy drinks and keep going, like she can, she can, she's always been able to get me to make poorer choices than I normally would. So Anyway, I got it, went home. We watched The Greatest Showman and pounded some shots <laughs> and drank Monster <laughs> Energy drinks. Oh, it was God. a fun two hours, though. We did another two hours. We stayed up late. My daughter was like, they're down. I remember Autumn mocking us. She was like, you guys are down there drinking, watching Greatest Showman. <laughs> she's like, just, That's right. Yeah, she's the adult at that point, right? Judging us. <laughs> but, the boys uh, in that movie. What? A boy's in that movie. What's his name? The handsome fella. Uh, from, oh, uh, are you talking about Hugh Jackman? Or? Zach, oh, are you talking about boy Zach, Zach Efron? Efron's in there. Yeah. That's right. Zach Efron's like, my boy. Quiet, honey. We're watching Zach Efron. Yes. Well, we always joke about it because I, I think Zach Efron is, uh, you know, like, I'm not, like, attracted to him, but, like, I think he's very attractive. And, and um, you know, I, we, we joke about it when we watch, like, Baywatch, where he's, like, really cut in that movie. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, of course, a pretty boy in all his movies. 
Uh, neighbors is a great one where yeah, where they, I call it. Yeah, I I call it jealousy. I'm like, God yeah, damn. There you go. So we always joke <laughs> about it because Julie's really into Hugh Jackman. I'm really into Zac Efron, and then. My other thing is Zendaya is gorgeous, and she's in that movie too. So, mm-hmm. but uh, and it's a great musical to begin with. So. It is. It's a good movie. So we watch it, and we watch it in 4K. And Julie was—you can tell she was drunk because she was like, um, "Oh, these colors are really popping. That OLED in 4K is really worth it." And I feel like, <laughs> yeah, Miss is really good. And I was like, "You don't give up. You're fucking never, <laughs> never in my days would anybody in my family ever." My wife watches shit on the SD channels because she didn't know there was HD right, exactly, channels. Right, exactly. You didn't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm like, why is it like that? I feel she like says, I don't care. I feel like that was the booze talking, but yes. I think so. Yes. So yeah. um, we didn't finish the whiskey bottle, but we, uh, the, the, the pint, but like we came close. I won't lie. Um, and uh, we made fried pickles and popcorn. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ, man. I don't know what's going on over there. And then um and then we we put the pups to bed. Um and uh, Autumn was still up gaming when we went to bed. <laughs> like we were like night honey. Um but uh but yeah, and uh and we watched something else. God, I forgot what I put on. I think I might have put on the X-Men animated series. <coughs> yeah. My wife don't watch shit with me. We don't watch anything together. She don't like anything I like, vice versa. Well, and so then, then I woke up at three a.m. Not to get sick or anything, um, but I woke up at three a.m. and I'm like, "What the fuck? The fucking X Men's playing." It was either X Men or Bob's Burgers, but I'm pretty sure it was X Men. And I turned that off, and I was like, "God, my contacts are in. I had to take them out." <laughs> and I was like, "And I'm 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 still drunk, right? Like." Mm-hmm. So I did the, the the one smart thing, right? Like I I put all the plates away, made sure Autumn was in bed. <laughs> Thank God she went to bed. Um, and uh, and I set the alarm for nine a.m. just so I don't sleep in too too much to let the dogs out, right? And I pounded probably like thirty two ounces of water and went back to sleep. Hey. Woke up the next morning. Wasn't feeling great. Wasn't I wouldn't say I was hungover. No, no headache, nothing like that. But I was definitely water brained, right? Yeah, yeah. And I do and Julie was kind of feeling the same. And Autumn was like, Yeah, you guys drank last night. <laughs> I was like, we know. And I was like, we weren't like acting weird or anything. She was like, No, like you were way too into greatest showman and you were all giggly. She was like, You guys were actually kind of fun and funny. But like, yeah, you could, it's just, it's not normal you two. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. And I was like, you know, sometimes adults do that. And she goes, I know. And I was like, what's important is we didn't go anywhere. We didn't leave anywhere. And we sure as hell, you know, didn't start out, you know, and leave you home. Cause that would have been wrong and probably borderline illegal. Um, and I was like, so, you know, we, we stayed responsible. Um, and, and Julie was like, well, I don't know about responsible, but yeah, we stayed home. Um, and, uh, and I, I just remember that, like, I was like, yeah, alcohol didn't sound good. Right. Like we had, um, I, I had like half of my bottle of wine left my red wine that I had gotten for the Jason movies because I was like red wine blood. Right. And, um, tonight, like I still wasn't in the mood for, 
for wine, so I just yeah. poured it out and threw it away. <laughs> like, yeah, nice. Yeah, I was like, no, I don't need this. <clears throat> and uh, poured out the rest of the whiskey that next morning because like that definitely didn't sound I, appetizing. My, my wife was cleaning out the fridge the other day, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and she put on the counter one of my like stouts from – Dude, I don't know where, where this came from. It right. was like just one of my crazy like winter mm-hmm. fucking hot chocolate brownie stouts, whatever the fuck it was. And I, dude, I looked at it, it said like 8.7. I just dumped it out, dude. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how old this is. I've been there. I'm not drinking shit this heavy anymore anyways. I'm like, it needs to go. It needs to go. Yeah. Tar. Yeah, and Dumping so tar down the drain. I got to tell you, yesterday I do. I did know the world was going to be okay though. When Julie looked at me at about eleven o'clock, and she goes, "You want to go get like subs?" <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so we went out and got like Jersey style subs. Nice. <laughs> I got a Dagwood, a nice good old Dagwood with spicy mayo instead of or spicy mustard instead of mayo. Um, right. And uh, Julie got like a cheesesteak or something. And, uh, and and we did feel pretty good by the end of the day. I definitely didn't want to go to the gym and work out or anything, but we did do pretty good. And and by the evening, we were fine. Um, but it was a lazy day. And um, the, But but yeah, I, I think it's going to be a while till alcohol sounds appetizing to me. And again, it was fun to do once in a blue moon, right? Like once mm-hmm. in a while, it's fun to do. And we it was a, it was a good night, right? No fights. No hangovers, no stupidness. We watched two fun movies. Like it was a good night. Um, but uh, but the the other thing that I've grown uh, that I love doing on Saturday mornings while I cuddle with my dogs and have coffee. And this Saturday was no exception, even though I had had some a rough night the night before. Um, was I've been I've been watching a YouTube channel that's about coding trees that's about uh, yeah you you mentioned last week you watched the documentary on coding so it's called it's called displaced gamers is the youtube Uh channel and he does stuff about like behind the code so he explains like in castlevania how they achieve scrolling and the physics and how you can do some of the cheats that speedrunners do and stuff like that. So I've been watching that. He also explains how like CRT TVs work and broadcast and interlacing and how consoles use that stuff. So yeah, I've been watching those. It's fascinating. He's he's a very talented programmer. So and he does a really good job at explaining it, but he does warn you like you have to meet him halfway. You have to bring some technical either knowledge or understanding or figure it out. So like but yeah. So I've been watching that, but that's that's my week. Hmm. So yeah, wow. displaced gamers. If people are interested, displaced gamers. I yeah I yeah. I don't know if you're gonna watch it, but I most likely won't. <laughs> Again, not it teaches my- banks the difference between how you code the Legend of Zelda for bank switching instead mm-hmm. of. Um, accessing the diskette in the uh, in the Famicom disk system, and um, and and load in the parts you need because Famicom disk system had load times. It had loading right. like a like a CD. Right, right. But anyway, all right, all right, trees. What you been playing? <laughs> Jump right into it, or we'll be here all night. Oh, what have I fucking? Done? Good <laughs> lord. 
What have I done? Well, let's give the the the, the minute the Fortnite minute. Sure. <clears throat> My son has finished the battle pass. He's like level one hundred and eight. Holy shit! Um, nice. He surpassed his old man. I am only like ninety eight or something, ninety seven. I haven't even touched uh, Fortnite since we last talked. <laughs> oh yeah, we, he plays it. Oh yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah, he plays a lot because well, he plays in the morning. And now, like we've had a holiday weekend, so everybody's been home. And he's been nothing to do, mm-hmm. so he's play. And he also plays um, a lot of those creative modes. Mm-hmm. So he'll he'll rack up some points doing that shit too. Because yes. some people add in some XP and that you can crank it out. Um, and he does shit I would never do. He was in a mode last night. He made me play it. I didn't want to play it. <laughs> and it's hunters and props, right? So it's okay. like, <laughs> so it's just like this map of like, it looks like a store with like clothes and a gym, bathrooms. And outside there's like construction areas. And then there's, it looks like a outside stage for like a, a nightclub. And then there's like a food truck with like picnic tables set up and stuff. And then there's like a locked door and the hunters get put in the little locked door for like a time limit. And then the props, you have one gun in your inventory and it mimics anything in the landscape. Holy cow. Okay. It gives you like 30 seconds and you can just zap like everything down to like a Coke cup, like a, like a soda cup. Right. All the way up to like a car or a light pole, anything, anything that's, you know, a separate thing uh, and you zap it and then you just remain still and then the hunters come out and just shoot at shit and <laughs> there's a time limit. It's hide and seek. I would you know never saying? do that, but I see your point. Yes. My son does it fucking all the time. He made me do it. I think, and then I he just cheats because he looks at too. Yeah. He just looks at my screen so he knows where I'm at. So right. <laughs> he just cheats. And I had to order him out of the room. I said, I'm not playing anymore. Um <laughs> But yes, and uh, I think there was some tweaks this week. I think they made some nerfs and some tweaks and did some. I took the hammer out, but put the hammer back in in like a day or something. They were doing something to it. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's where we're at with that. I think uh, the Witcher dude's still a ways away. Yeah, Geralt like was a away or something. He was 53 days away when I last played and that was probably in the last week and a half. So <clears throat> you still got at least like a month and a half. <clears throat> yeah, so we're in the mid-season unlocks, which are always a bummer because it feels like you just shouldn't play until halfway through because okay. the mid-season things, just like last time, I, I think last Season was like a, a <clears throat> chrome pumpkin head guy. Mm-hmm. And you have to achieve levels to earn them. Like the pumpkin head guy, you had to get 50 levels to get them. And so I with, do remember that. With all these unlocks, all the characters from this season, mm-hmm. and you need 10 levels to unlock them. Right? Mm-hmm. But me and my son are already up in the high levels. Right. <laughs> so it's, but if you just start out, You'd unlock them right away. Like it's it's not that hard to go through fifty levels. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, anyways, we're we're in the middle of doing that shit and playing, and uh, <clears throat> continues. We continue to play Fortnite. Um. Then um, 
for some odd reason, I continued to play Black Desert. Oh, more I, can, than I, I can tell why. More than I should have. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This week, like, I haven't done much in it. I am like level 12 now or something. And basically I run, you know, it's like they tell me to go here and I just follow a line and I go there and I talk to somebody and it says mission complete. And then it says, accept this mission. I go, okay. And then I follow a line somewhere else and I, I, I kill 10 weasels and then it says mission complete. And then I follow a line and I do that. I do that for like an hour and a half. Not really paying attention to why I'm doing it. <laughs> Unlocking items that I don't know what they do in daily items in rewards that I'm like, I don't know what these do. And then there's a skill tree, which I don't understand. And, uh, you know, MMO, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all the while there's other people running by me in crazy armor and better horses and, you know, all types of shit going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you, cause you, <laughs> you intrigued me to check out black desert online and mm-hmm. just looking at some footage and like other people playing it. I watched some YouTube stuff for like early on stuff and, I'm just yeah. like I don't know if I have the patience to yeah get into this game. It, it's one of those. There is so much shit on my screen. <laughs> you know what I'm it reminds me of like like when you used to watch like an old World of Warcraft player and they had every yes. fucking tool mm-hmm. up on their screen at once, and you're like, how do you even see what you're doing? That's exactly all what windows I was and stats. Yes, and that's what my window looks like and there is a menu because i found it once where you can turn on and off all the different sections of your screen mm-hmm. so you can turn it all off well most of it um i just i just haven't done it um <clears throat> but yeah there's like all windows all over the goddamn place um and i have fought some big bosses like it has led me in this the storylines or whatever to like okay. beat a big bad and Really just hasn't been that hard. I just hack and slash and dodge and hack and slash and dodge. and is it, right? That's what you do in MMO bosses, right? I, apparently, hack. I didn't know dodging was a thing MMO bosses you did. I just thought you just tanked your way through them. But. That too. And then I just move out the way and heal myself. But you're right. I barely dodge. I guess you're sort of right. <laughs> I mean, I it's no demon souls, them. am I right? <laughs> I just keep whacking them. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't get over how good it looks. It's odd. I still how good the characters have to agree look. With you on that, yeah. I don't know why they look so good. Like the creative characters, like like when I log in, it like it zooms in on my character's face, and she's like looking almost like she's looking up at a drone camera. You know what I mean? And it's right. like she looks really good. And then when you touch the controller, it like zooms out to behind her back. But it's all in game, right? It's not like it's a cutscene. They're just showing her close up, and then it zooms up, and I'm like, "Oof! Oh, these characters! This game I've never heard of. I don't know why it looks better than some of the other AAA games <laughs> I've seen <laughs> character wise. Like it's weird. You know, I was watching a, just an NPC guard talk to me, and his armor was so shiny. I was like, Jesus, looks good. Yeah, I think I remember that though. Like being like one of the big features of that whole thing i think yeah i don't know yeah i, I continue to play it i left it 
I, I leave it installed. I was playing it last night for a little bit. Um, really, the hook of the game for me is I want to get to a point <clears> where I can put um, revealing clothes on my character. You know, I design this real curvy body, and she's still wearing her rookie clothes. And I'm like, and when I and I earn very little money doing things. And then mm-hmm. when I look at like armor sets, they're like two hundred thousand of their currency, and I'm just like, hmm, okay. Yep. Yep. I don't know how I earned that, but, you know, but I want to see some cleavage on this character. I designed this character with cleavage in mind, and I am not seeing none of it. All right? Um, I'm sure there's so anyways, a guide out there. <laughs> and then, um, so, I don't know if it was for the show or just like I was on a kick, but I went in search of other MMOs, Fred. Oh, okay. Other free-to-play MMOs um, that led me to um, Fantasy Star Online Two. Is it Neon Genesis? I think it's called a Neo Genesis. I can't remember. Um, I used to like what Fantasy Star Online. Are you playing PSO on? It's on either one, but I think oh, okay. it's on it's on both of them, right? So I can't remember now. I think I down. I think it was on the Xbox, okay. um, but it's. It, I think it's all cross-platform, so it doesn't matter really. Um, I didn't get past the, the character creator mode, Fred. Got to be honest with you. <laughs> I downloaded it. Uh, I started making a character, and I thought thought to myself, "What am I doing? What am I doing?" I started to get into intricate de- details of making my character, and I went. One, I think Black Desert spoiled me because I thought they looked sure. shitty, right? They didn't even look as good as Fortnite characters. I'm like, these guys look. Now I get it. It's an old game. Mm, it's and been old, relaunched and updated over. many times. Well, that's my point, yeah, right? That's, that's not mean, an excuse. And that said, Fortnite... And Black Desert Online, known for their graphics. I mean, Fortnite is using Unreal 5.1 with Lumen yeah. and Nanite. So, like, yeah. But, but Gotta still. Gotta be honest. Yeah. Didn't like the look of the characters either. And I was like, I don't like yeah. this. I mean, I looking like at it. this, it kind of looks like I just figured out how Sonic Frontiers was made. <laughs> yeah. It yeah, they use like all the, the assets from uh, Yeah. Yeah, there's some kid out there with some code, and they both just bought it off of him. Um, <laughs> he put some code up on whatnot, and they fucking bit on it. And they, made, <laughs> and they made their games out of it. Um, deleted that, Fred. Mm-hmm. I didn't even get into the game because I, I remember playing Fantasy Star Online, and I was like, you know what? I'm not in the mood to go to a hub. You know what I'm saying? I'm not in the mood to get an apartment with my my um, little robot, what are those guys called Gears? You get little robots. I can't remember their names. I do forget their name. Um, Gears, not that Gears from Metal Gear, but uh, whatever they're called. Wasn't in the mood to do any of that, and I was like, delete it, move on. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. Then I found a game on the PlayStation called Sky. 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 S K Y. By the Isn't people that made from, Journey. Yeah, that game company. Yeah. That game company. This is an MMO. And I don't know if it's supposed to be in the Journey universe, 
but it really feels like it. I believe it, it is. Yeah. You know, it looks like it. It it doesn't have those people, but they, I don't know, the world looks like Journey World. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I played about an hour of that. And that is a, just like Journey, mm-hmm. it's an MMO that's just like, you know, there's no stress in it, right? There's right. no right or wrong. There's no fighting, um, you know, and it looks really good because it's it has its own stylized shit. Like like Journey, it has that sand, the twinkly sand, and the you can you slide around everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like any little hill, you sort of slide down it, and you get wings early on. You get sort of these wings. Oh, nice! And so you can fly. And there's parts in the beginning of the game where it's teaching you to fly, and you fly through these like a tunnel of clouds. Okay. And it looks <clears throat> friggin' amazing. Like, you're like, this looks incredible. <laughs> like, the style of this, like flying through this tunnel of clouds, and when you touch the clouds, it sort of like lights up a little, and pretty amazing. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I want to say, I think the uh, head of that studio is Genova Chan, I think is his name. But anyway. I don't know. He he had always wanted to make something like Sky, and I think he had early prototype versions of this concept before he went on to make Flow and Flower. Okay. So, but yeah. Well, you know, it was a little confusing at first, but it's because you kind of don't do anything. So there's like, you have a character, you make them. There's all these different sort of ways you level. Um so you find memories and you follow the memories around. And every time you follow a memory, you know, you see a little bit of a story unfold, uh, like a self-contained memory of like, you know, what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And then um, you gain points that will upgrade your wings. So you can like fly, you know, like a stamina meter, like you can fly longer because mm-hmm. you can tap it to just kind of jump and float. Or you can like flap your wings and then glide around. Um and then there's like candles everywhere that you can light and you collect, um, I forget what it's called, but you, you fill up another meter for that and um, use that to like buy stuff. I don't know. It, it's, you're basically unlocking these gates by just, I don't know, man. You're not doing much. Kind of like Journey. You just, <laughs> you know, you light but some candles it, around a shrine. It, is it social? Yes. So once you get through the tutorial, there's other people running around. Um, and you can befriend them, right? Mm-hmm. And just like Journey, you when you friend somebody, um, you can link with them sort of and they hang out with you. Uh, you can hold their hand, which I did. Probably another dude. Doesn't matter. We were, we were, we were loving it. You know, we were in peace. That's cool. Peaceful. We're holding hands, and then you can upgrade holding hands to hugging. Oh, um, okay. I didn't get to hug anybody. <clears> though. <throat> I was holding hands for a while, running around. Um, you can send out a signal. Remember in Journey, you can sort of like send out a signal to signal mm-hmm. to other people. You can do that. Um, <clears throat> and there is a story, right? There is like a narrative to it, but you know, I didn't pay much attention to it. You can leave candle messages for other people, right? 
in like little emotes. So when people come nice. across and you can like them, you know what I mean? You can like yeah. their little emote and their message and, you know, you can buy other wings and pants and hairstyles. And uh, so that was my time with Sky, you know, played about an hour of that. And then I said, maybe I should stop <laughs> my exploration of MMOs and just... <laughs> I've you know never I mean? been an it MMO just, guy, so I'm the wrong person to ask. I, I think I was trying to like make it work, right? Mm. And but then when I realized like they never end, and I'm just like, why would I even stop anything <laughs> that I can't even I can't even finish games that have an end? And here I am looking Sky's at games. On your that cell just phone? Go yeah, that's where it started out. I think. Yeah. I think it was only on the cell phone, and then mm. it. it now I do it's believe like, that's the case. Yes, has moved. It is in. Um, it is free in PlayStation. If you can just dig through the store, you'll find it. Um, cool. It's beautiful. It's fun to like goof around in. Um, there you go. And then, Fred, I hunkered down and I played a few hours of Final Fantasy VII Remake. Ah, okay. You know, so I finally like... I, I seen it and I said, you know what? I'm gonna, I want to download this. I want to give it a go. Uh, I think mostly because um, not that it's short, but it's it's shorter than a God of War or Horizon. You know what I'm saying? I believe that's true. Um, I looked at my so, hour count. I think it took me 45 hours to beat this. So okay, and you did like? Did you uh, take? You I did the side did stuff. You do. Yeah, I did probably all of the side quests. Actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. yeah. So in um. In the PlayStation uh, game catalog or whatever, right? The PS Plus game catalog. They have that and they have the Integrade upgrade mm-hmm. for the PS5 or whatever. And then it has like Tifa's something or other that I think you can play. It's like okay. a, a DLC or something. Tifa's something. Hmm. Tifa's side mission or something. I don't know what it is. But it's like when I boot the game up, <clears throat> there's like a little f- menu up in the top mm-hmm. that says like download Tifa's fucking something or other. Um, so. And you're sure it's Tifa? That, um, <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> Am I saying the name wrong? I thought it was Tifa. I mean, Tifa um, is obviously. I swear it was her. It's a picture of her. Okay. Wearing a hat. And then I believe you. Weird hat. And I think it's. Um, oh no, that's not Tifa yeah. with the weird hat. Well, I think it's Tifa, but she's wearing a hat. Like I think you're playing some side story of hers or a prequel of hers. Or it's something. Look, look it up, Fred. Look it up. Let me look. I, it's. Are you sure it's not Yuffie? Oh, Yuffie. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Yuffie. So she has a Yuffie weird hat. missions are is what makes it integrate. That is the. The DLC that's only on PS5. Right. But isn't the integrate like the PS5 like upgrade too? Or is that, would you get that anyways? You would get that anyways. Okay. Yeah. Um, first thing I have to say, that game looks incredible. I agree. Strong. Like, that is like, yeah. that is like, stop what you're doing and be like, <laughs> God damn. Yeah. That looks fucking good. Yes. Like, you know, in in 
we all know I play both consoles religiously. Like I don't have a preference, mm-hmm. but I will say um, I have been um, impressed more on the PS5. Okay. For whatever reason, like things, when I see like a really like, like this, it's like, it has a certain like sharpness to it mm-hmm. that sometimes I don't get on the, the series X. Like I get stuff looking good. really good, but they just have a different way of doing shit uh, that I can't put my finger on it. Whereas the PS five stuff looks sharper and crisper sometimes. Yeah, I could see that. And I, you know, we have no idea. I, I'm guessing the series mm-hmm. X is capable of handling mm-hmm. final fantasy seven, but I don't think we're going to see final fantasy seven on, on an Xbox console. So it's right. not really relevant, but mm-hmm. I will say, um, yeah, by and large, a lot of those exclusives um, on the PlayStation are stunning. Yeah. Um, And the game, I didn't want to put it down like tonight. Like I was really enjoying it. It's very good. In that first like hour is pretty fucking packed. (laughs) Like... Escaping the the reactor and in the train and all that, mm-hmm. like the kind of doesn't let you stop for like an hour. <laughs> no, like you no, can no. you can stop, but you don't want to. Right, you're just like I gotta keep going. Like I did. My wife was asking me to do shit, and I was just like, oh, I'm trying to get to the train. Right. <laughs> get to the train. Um, and now I finally took a break. I finally got to the first little. You know the the, uh, the down below Midgard and um, Tifa's bar and yeah. um, the slums the apartment the slums <laughs> that's what I was trying to think of and um, I'm running around there now looking looking around and stuff so that's how much I've played I've, I played through that first whole I think it's like three chapters worth mm-hmm. before you get to the your apartment there yeah and chapters um, will vary in length and stuff but yeah 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 um. Yeah, so my impressions from like, because I, I was a big Final Fantasy VII guy. I was I was on board back then. It was actually my first RPG I ever played. I was always anti RPG, right? Mm-hmm. I was always just a I, a shmup, shoot 'em up and a beat 'em up and a blow stuff up video game action. guy. And I was just like, fuck that. And then um, that was the first one I played, and I got like hooked and uh, played it. So. One cloud is the right kind of emo for me. <laughs> He's the right percentage of emo, mm-hmm. right? Where I'm just like, I like, I like this guy. Like he's like, he. It's like, it's like emos come back around again. This is the, this is the night. This is like the 2000 hot topic emo that I can get on board <laughs> yeah. with. Oh, you know, yeah. when emo was just right. was just fun, but you didn't you didn't need Adderall in, in therapy. You well, know what I'm saying? And just you wait. Oh, you, know, you were just that fun emo where yeah. you would just sit in the mall but, and snicker at the people buying pretzels. You know Ugh. where you know where this story goes in Midgar. Um mm-hmm. and uh they have more fun with that. you will you will not tire of um watching Cloud. I love it. Yeah, I love get exploited. It. I love it so regard. much. I liked when um, 
when um what's her name? The fucking flower girl. I'm fucking blanking on oh, everybody's name. Um Aerith. Aerith. I keep saying Ariel in my head. I'm like, oh, it's on Ariel. Aerith. <laughs> I like when she offers a flower and you can say, like, like, how much do you want for it? Or um I'm good. I yeah. like that option. Yeah. It's so good. I'm just like, well, ah. and Oh, Cloud. I believe Jesse's a new character. Because, see, I, too, played Final Fantasy VII, but once I left Midgar in the original... Yeah, Jesse, Jesse is me. new. So Jesse's new, and she's into Cloud. She flirts with Cloud. Um, yeah. And you'll get to make some decisions in regards to that, so... She's cute. Let me say she something. Is. Everybody in Midgar is hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if they're bombed out laying around in an alley, <laughs> or they're late for a train... Or they, or they just hang up. Everybody's hot. Yeah. The girls are always in short shorts mm-hmm. or skirts, bending over something. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all hot. They're the opposite of like a Bethesda game. <laughs> I knew Do you know that what I mean? What you were gonna say? Yes. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of that is, is what final. Like everybody's go. You know, oh, and specifically all from. They're from that trendy street in fucking Japan. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, Akihabara. <laughs> they're awesome. The tech district. Cl- yeah. Like Cloud, like there was a scene in um where you had to like make a choice on. So it was like paused on him. Mm-hmm. And I'm fucking just looking at him. I'm like, it lo- looks fan like just his armor and the bolts on his show. I'm just everything looks fucking crazy, oh, man. man. And um and like yeah, then Tifa showed up. I was yeah. like, good God. Yeah. Like, like this is it's borderline like sexy anime, like yes. adult, like X anime. Like it's like, hmm. Like my brain kept thinking it's gonna go places it's not, it's obviously not, but I'm just like, uh, yeah, they got these girls dressed too much, yeah, like uh, a dirty anime where they, I'm just like they, hmm. they do dress them. Up as the story goes, yeah, you'll be surprised. There's she was like, nefarious. Anyone who's listening to this, there's that's, no like, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, it's not getting but nefarious, it's gonna stay PG 13, but still, I've seen, like, yeah, I've come across my fair share of adult fucking uh anime mm-hmm. where I'm just like, my brain keeps thinking, like, when she's like leaning in your apartment in like a mm-hmm. half shirt in garters or whatever, and she's yeah. just like, oh, yeah. I don't have the money to pay you, but. Maybe there's some stuff I can do. You're like, where's this going? And Cloud's like, what? Cloud's like, whatever. Whatever. I want my money. Um, and I'm pretty also, sure she has shorts under that skirt, but you never will so. find out. No, you won't find out because the the graphics, it's just darkness, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's how they get away with it in Final Fantasy games, which I kind of like. <clears throat> where it's like they can have things where it's like gravity would just not allow her to like mm-hmm. not reveal something if she sneezed or something. But, yeah. or like when clouds, uh, there is a time much later, uh, pretty quick actually from here where you'll have to go behind her on a ladder. <laughs> oh, I've heard about, yeah. I think I'm, yes. I'm, and it's just I'm, I remember abyss. that controversy. It's just the black abyss. There's nothing out there. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. A lot of disappointed they just, fanboys. They just don't deal with that it. Game. They're just like, we're not going to do it. Yeah. They were waiting for that moment. Mm-hmm. Nothing happened. Um, Barrett? Yeah. Don't like, I, I hate 
his voice. So do you right? have this? It in English? sounds. It is in English, right? I switched so, to the Japanese, so that's where you and I had probably a different. So yeah, well, his voice. First of all, everybody's voice is great. Yeah, it is well. Like, you know what I mean? Like Cloud's yes. voice is really good. Like everybody's voice is great. Barrett's voice, the sound of his voice is great. Like it fits him. Mm-hmm. But he's always fucking yelling, mm-hmm. everything, for no reason. Oh, you should hear like, him like, in the Japanese version. Yeah, has a Japanese yell. <laughs> yeah, he's just on the train, and people are like, I heard there was a bomb. He's like, you don't want to save the earth? And you're like, God <laughs> yeah. damn. Yeah. Calm down. It was a fire. And they're light. like, no. Yeah, he's like, and they're like, no, but I just think, you know, just, what are you saying? Like, he's always yelling, and I'm like, God Barrett's damn, intense, yeah. Calm down. Even he looks fucking incredible, like his arm does, and shit. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> Jesus. Um so I love the style of the game. I like the action running around. Uh, I think it's smooth and it's it's good, but the combat, uh-huh. um, when it comes to controlling more than one, mm-hmm. I get a little lost. Like it took me a long time to kill that big scorpion tank because mm-hmm. I was just super confused with hit points and staggering. And yes. like, and with him with his arm, like it's like, oh, you you know, you do an overdrive burst, but then you can reload it quicker. I'm like, I'm losing, I'm lost. You know what I mean? Like, so, so those I did will be beat the, it eventually. Those will be the pain points of this game, but they're gonna get you more versed in it. And for what it's worth, I really struggled with the scorpion the first time, um, but that was part of the demo. So I got to replay that section a couple of times before the game came out, and then I just never touched okay. it. And I remembered certain parts of it, but yes, you're definitely going to want to get used to how to stagger someone, and then you can take advantage of them. But you have time yet. This game's going to slow you into it. And I won't lie, yeah. there are some optional fights, especially like to get summons, you can do some optional fights with that that uh oh what is he the cyberpunk kid that's in the slums if you haven't met him yet you will soon okay and um you can go fight the summons to get them okay and there was a summons i couldn't beat Mm. so i i like playing cloud like when i was running through the streets Mm -hmm. like fighting the soldiers and the dogs and stuff like i was wrecking shit switching my stances throwing grenades like very easy and by and large, out. you can streamline Cloud, and then you just switch to the others when you need to. Yeah, Barrett's gun was a little jarring, mm-hmm. trying to switch aiming at stuff, especially when you get in hit. And then I'm like, you know, I, I'd switch to him to use his thunder because that Scorpion tank, yes. they tell you, like, that's his weakness. But it only worked in the beginning, and then it didn't do nothing to him after that. And I was just like, and then he had, like, a shield, and I'm like, I know there's a way to break this shield, but I'm not figuring it out. And so one thing they do in this game that I didn't like, and I'd have to like look it up um, mm-hmm. sometimes, is your physical presence. So like sometimes it's a shield that you just can't get around. I'm not saying it is with this scorpion. I don't recall. Um, but the actual answer is to use Barrett as like bait and then run around behind the scorpion. That's yes. That's what I was kind of doing. So they start doing shit like that. And I won't lie near the end of the game, 
things get a little ridiculous. It's all very doable. And by then you've been playing the game for like 30, 40 hours. So you're way better. Right, at right, it. right. You're a little. But, yeah. and the other thing is, Barrett was always a bigger problem than Tifa. I found Tifa and Jesse to be very easy. They mm-hmm. weren't very similar to Cloud, um, as well as Aerith. And Aerith is going to become important because she is your healer. And she'll mm-hmm. have the strongest magic. Okay. And you can kind of spec your characters the way you want to. So I always specced Barrett as Barrett was useful, but he wasn't my big dog. You know what I mean? Like, right. which is right. ironic given his size. But yes. Barrett, like, I learned that I wasn't going to be too strong with Barrett early on. So I definitely leveled him and everything, but I did it in such a way where he can be more of a passive member of my party where I don't have to babysit him too much. Gotcha. But you will, as this story goes on. Yeah. That I will tell you, you're going to start bouncing between characters. Right. And it almost makes me want to be able to go back to old, like Bioware games now, because that was always my biggest problem where you would like pause time with Bioware and assign things to do. I'm not talking about mass effect where it was a little more straightforward. I'm talking like Jade empire or KOTOR, Dragon Mm. Age, I had a lot of issues with those games. And so I almost wonder if now with the skills that I learned from Final Fantasy VII Remake, if I'll be, if I can now apply those and be better at those games. What I will tell you, Trees, is I went into Final Fantasy VII Remake thinking I would never beat that. Like I just thought I would get to a point where it would just get too frustrating or too cumbersome or too boring for me and I would just give up on it. And hmm. that never happened. Oh, good. I, I'm i really digging it. Like, I, I'm having, I wanted to keep playing it tonight. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going like to warn, warn you. You'll probably get hooked because it is that good. And that I, game I does just think, not let up. Yeah, it's just, I, I just think it's slick. Mm-hmm. And it feels, I think we're so used to, op- I'm so used to open world games lately. It feels linear and packed enough that I kind of like it. You know what I mean? I it's like you got to run down this street, right? And that's where you have to fucking go. And if you go down this alley, uh, you know there's just a crate down there. And that's all. That's good enough for me. Yeah. I don't need a whole nother, it, you know. If you do like I do and you want to 100% all the side quests, which that mm-hmm. doesn't seem like a trees thing to me. You'll do sometimes some. Sometimes it is and sometimes, yeah. I, to me, you do some, but you don't 100% every side mm-hmm. quest. Um, and what I mean by that is you'll be given side quests in every in, in most chapters. Mm-hmm. And like some are like, go find the cats throughout town. Maybe you'll do that. But then another one is like, you know, I don't know, collect these seven tchotchkes. And maybe you're like, mm, I don't really care about that. What I will tell you is make sure you do the side quests if you want to. When you move mm-hmm. on in the plot, you can lose your ability to to do side quests, to return to them. Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> I like his sword. I like the way oh, his yeah. sword looks in this game. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, 
but I also like how they make fun of how big it is because it's never addressed before. You're like, that sword's big. Yeah. It clips through the floor in the old PS1 one. Like, yes, it clips it through shit. It's so big. It clips through his head and his arms and his legs. You can't. <laughs> but I like how, like, they make it work in this, even mm-hmm. though it looks realistic, mm-hmm. even though it's the most unrealistic thing there is. Like, he pops it off like it's made out of styrofoam. You know what I mean? Like, he moves <laughs> yeah. it around. Uh, but there's one. But it was one funny part that made me fucking die was he has a vision of Sephiroth, right, early mm-hmm. on. And he's, like, in a doorway. And he goes to pull his sword off his back, and it hits the top of the fucking yes, doorway. I do and he falls that. down. And I was like, that is the funniest thing. That's the only time I've ever seen them reference, like, his sword's too fucking big for, like, normal shit. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, um yeah, and they they will keep making some pretty self-aware jokes. The other thing I will say is, I forgot about this, probably one of the biggest factors later in the game is Materia. Like, Materia's not playing as heavy a role as it did early on in Final Fantasy VII, the original, but it will. Okay. It will come into play. And so when I you're liked- in levels and dungeons and stuff, make sure to go exploring for the weird Materia because they it may be the only place you can get it. Um, yeah, but there's no, there's no harm. There's no build where you're missing one piece of materia. That's like critical. It doesn't mm-hmm. work that way. There's actually okay. far more materia than I was ever expecting. I think by the end of it, there's like 50 something potential materials. So, okay. The the original one was fun. I mean, I remember you had so much materia in the original one and then couldn't in the original one. Can you combine them together and shit? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. That. Yeah. And you'll do that and in this one like, too. It's fun. And and the fact that the game is so fucking detailed, mm-hmm. but yet you can still see the material slotted into the sword and shit yes. in real time. Like it's I amazing. Love that. Um even on Barrett's arm, you can see mm-hmm. a, a material slotted in there. That game again only played about two an hour or two of it, but so far it feels pretty incredible. And uh it looks it's still an hour in it. I'm still like seeing close-ups and stuff that I'm like, Jesus. That looks oh good. yeah. And, and it so, will continue to impress. I was shocked by how good that I, game looked. And then just so you know, the Yuffie's DLC is mm-hmm. shorter and it's a side story. It's about how Yuffie ends up in Midgar to join your group. And it's way shorter. It's like five hours. And but what that did was, since they built it for just the PlayStation, it mm. amps the graphics up just a little bit more, too. And it's just like, whoa. Is that something that should be played first? No. Okay. No, absolutely not. In fact... Is it tied the way they tie it in? In fact, uh, there are, right at the beginning of Yuffie's DLC, there are major spoilers for the end of the game. <laughs> so Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Especially, I'm sure there's certain questions... Everyone asks, right? Like, is the plot the same? Do certain pivotal characters that may or may not have had some pretty surprising things happen to them in the original, does it happen this time? Yeah, you definitely want to have beaten the game before you play Yuffie's DLC. All right. I definitely will. But, and that is what, uh, that is what I've done this week. Man, besides more Marvel Snap, that so, game's so, so good. You're gonna make me. I, I was like, I always, I don't think I want to play it again, 
but I definitely mm-hmm. want to play a game in that style. And I've had Final Fantasy 15 and just never touched it. And now it's all souped up with faster load times and 60 frames a second and stuff on Xbox. I'm really thinking maybe you'll convince me to get back into Final <laughs> Fantasy 15. Sure. I don't know if the boy band road trip's going to hold my attention the same way, but I'm willing to find out. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Good times, man. Yeah. Good times to play video games. (laughs) It's always fun. Hell yeah. So. So is that your, is that your, your that's why, yeah, that's, that's it, man, for me. All right. Well, so I'm going to talk about the games I've played, but um, I just want to preface this with, I'm a little concerned about getting into a gaming rut, but. Mm. I think my problem is what I've been playing outside of um, some very positive exceptions and not that I'm actually getting into a gaming rut. Okay. So where do you want me to start? I guess I'll start bad so that we can close on good. I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, So I jumped back into Metro Exodus. Had I started that game last week? I think I did. Yes. Okay. Yes. So the thing about Metro Exodus, first of all, is um, there's 2033 in Last Light, which I've recently played Last Light, and then Exodus takes it to, you know, it's the third game. That opening, like, two, three hours, I want to say it's two hours, is, like, mostly plot. You do very little <laughs> game yeah. playing at all. And it's it's just the opposite of what you were just talking about. They took a game that's normally linear, that was just linear levels. Both 2033 and Last Light were linear levels. And they made it open world where you're just like wandering this wide open space and then you come to like level-like areas. Mm. And I'm not liking that. No? No. They also seem to have upped the ante a lot on like... Like I went and saw a village and they were like, you really need to be peaceful with these people. And I'm like, okay. So right (laughs) when I pulled in, I like wanted to be peaceful and they were like, and then all of a sudden they were like, he's a blasphemer, go kill him. (laughs) And I was like, wait, oh, okay. And so then I was a pacifist. Like I was sneaking around in stealth and I was knocking people out, but then some guy saw me and he went to shoot me and I had a silenced pistol and I just popped him in the skull, right? And then another guy came and he, when I came up to him, he surrendered. So I didn't do anything to him. And then I got on a boat and started getting away, which was my goal, was to get away from them. And they were like, oh, and I I realized I I couldn't remember the lead character's name. It's Artyom is the lead character from all three games. And as I'm going away, I'm talking to my wife and she's like, oh, Artyom, you know, um, I'm so glad you're safe, although... Now that you killed that guy, they're going to hate us forever. So I guess we're not going to be able to, you know, use them as allies later. And then there was like some text on the screen that was like to the equivalent of like, you know, a telltale game of like, the village will remember this. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like, I'm like, okay. And then like, I don't know, like just the open world hazards that aren't even supposed to be a problem were like annoying to me and. 
I don't know that I'm liking Metro Exodus, is is my point. Well, that's okay. You don't have to like it. No, no, I don't. And like I said, I paid like, I think, 12 bucks for all three games. So like, right, like I've gotten plenty out of them. So I'm going to take a break from it and maybe come back to it in a little bit. But I didn't like the way that everything seemed more dynamic. From a development standpoint, kudos to the developers, right? Like, that's awesome. But it wasn't what I was looking for. And Metro Exodus is extremely highly regarded. So I'm the minority. And I'm fine being that. So Mm. if you found the original Metro games a little too streamlined, Metro Exodus is the game for you. (laughs) I still will say, though, kind of like what you're talking about, that game is fucking gorgeous, you know, and like just the way they have like reflections come through windows, the God rays and like dust in the air and stuff like that. Right. Just the little details or when things get in your face, the way they like you're wearing a gas mask through large portions of this because Russia's irradiated, you know, after a nuclear strike. And so... When things like jump on you, they can get in your face and breathe on your gas mask. And the fact that you see the breath come and go as it like gets breathed out and sucked back in. It's just those little details that are just so cool. Um, so, yeah. So, it's a gorgeous game. It's a gorgeous yeah, game. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when they showed it off, it would look pretty good. Yep. <laughs> I've never invested in any of the Metro games. Mm-hmm. I originally, you know... In the you know in the very very early days, it was a PC game, right? It was. And it was one of those games. That was like that's I hear all about this all the time. And then it came out on the Xbox or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember I played it, and it was really hard. Yes, and so. that newer <laughs> version in Redux that's like more for shooter people is basically mm-hmm. what they tell you in the menu. I think that made all the difference in the world because that was exactly the experience I got. And even that 360 version, there are two games, two really notable games that people like praise for their console ports. And Metro 2033, as well as Witcher 2, are two of those games where it's like, the 360, especially for its hardware, should not be able to run these games and make them look as good as they do, right? And then you play them with their upgrades, and they're even more impressive. So, um, But uh, that reminds me, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you off the air, but um, I was looking at my copy of Metro Exodus, and it comes with a free digital code for, a last, uh, for 2033 Redux, I think I should just give you that code (laughs) because maybe if you're ever feeling frisky, you can give it a try, but it's a zero risk thing. And I already own 2033. So obviously I don't need it. So, but yeah. Um, so then next I played that GI Joe game. GI Joe game. Yes. So there's a GI Joe game that is very negatively regarded um, okay. On, it was on Xbox, and I'm sure it was on PlayStation. I think, as well. I, think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, GI I Joe. Think I do. Xbox One Operation Blackout. Okay. Yeah, and um, this is one of those games I talked about it on a previous podcast a long time ago. I got it at Walmart for like three dollars and forty-seven cents or something. Hmm. 
and it said Xbox One Series and Series X on the cover, so I thought it had like an update or an upgrade. It does not. They just threw it on there because they're like, oh, this will work on both consoles. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and I had heard it was bad, but I was like, eh, I sometimes like that stuff. Like the DC League of Super Pets. Like, yeah, some people are like, why even play that? But like, I was amused by it, right? Like, and <clears throat> I like playing Transformers Devastation and stuff like that. So I was like, maybe I'll like it. It's a third, per- it's a third person shooter with linear levels, right? So... Okay. And they use a cell shaded style. So it looks like a comic book almost, right? And it's all your classic G.I. Joe folks. I haven't watched a G.I. Joe thing or paid attention to G.I. Joe in like 30 years. But I was like, eh, it all comes back pretty fast. Um, oh, trees, this game is shit. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. The aiming is awkward. The, um, the, the lock-on aiming is way is way too overcompensated it to the point that it's locking onto enemies you're not even looking at right and so that gets really confusing they throw you a barrage of enemies and the shields and health stuff just doesn't make sense like you'll you'll feel like you're invincible and then all of a sudden once you start taking damage you're dead in a second um the grenades don't make a whole lot of sense. The AI is really weird. It zigzags a lot. And that doesn't make necessarily <laughs> characters hard to shoot. But because of the hyper-aggressive lock-on, like, you'll just be shooting it where people were. The weapons don't make sense. Huh. Oh, I just, I didn't, I, it, was, it was awkward. Oh. And I was like, but the first level was kind of crazy. It's kind of fun. You get to play as Cobra. Cobra Commander fucking sneaking in there and you get to beat up and shoot Duke, right? And take him captive and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. So that was kind of fun. And um, and so I was like, okay, we'll see how this goes. But then as they started throwing on more and more stupidity, I was like, eh. So the, things got harder. They started having you like manage turrets on the field. They started doing waves of enemies. They started doing just your classic lazy game development stuff <laughs> it looks and acts like a mobile game and then i got to the third level i finished it and i was like i have zero desire to play this game anymore <laughs> and i said in it and i'd played it for like probably an hour maybe 90 minutes and it's stingy with the achievements like goddamn kids like at least don't be stingy with the achievements um mm-hmm. and i said trees would never no. would never tolerate this for this long mm-hmm. I'm, no. What am I doing? I need to stop. If I'm playing a crap game like G.I. Joe, I want 25 achievements in 15 minutes. Yes. Right? Yes. And I want those things popping. Well, I'd be fine if it was like over easy or if it was over hard, but like the mechanics are sound, right? Like as long as like the melee and stuff like that, but the, the, I mean, by the second level, they're bullet sponges. You're shooting guys with like a whole clip. You have to reload in between Ugh. killing them, and you're like, what the fuck? So, yeah, no, no. So I stopped that. Didn't enjoy that. Um, <laughs> Just stopped it. Put a stop to it. I like it. So the other thing was I've been getting into looking at, you know, I think the 360 and the PS3 was like the greatest generation, and we, so I was looking into games starting from right when the 360 launched that I had not played before and one of those games 
which I'm happy to say I got for $3.99, disc only, was Amped 3. Have you ever played Amped 3 or any of the Amped games, Trees? It's that's a snowboarding snow, game? That's snowboarding. Yeah. Um, yes. I'm sure I have because I've played a lot of them. Those and, and uh, believe it or not, Fred, that you mentioned that, uh, I I purchased on what app this week? Okay. A, uh, SSX for the PlayStation 2. There you bring go. Up, bring up to the cabin. I want to play SSX Tricky. Um a lot of those Xbox games got updated with 4K graphics and then they threw them on sale on uh, the Xbox store. And so I've slowly mm-hmm. like picked them up. I think I have all those games these at this point that I don't have discs for and I would not have bought a, a sports game. And yes, I consider snowboarding to be a sports game um, in the past. Um, but this is not backward compatible. I had to go play it on an original 360. <laughs> and man... Those games that those those like launch 360 games, those are PS2 games that don't realize they're PS2 games, right? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and so, um, the graphics are interesting. Um, you'd have been proud of me though, because I customized my character to look like an idiot. He's got like a big old. He's a white guy with a big old red redhead afro. Um, yeah, yeah, and I put like a scorpion on his back as a tattoo. But then I had him wear like, I think he's shirtless on the mountain, but then he's got these big baggy jeans and these shit kicker boots. And then I gave him a, a a pair of Mavericks instead of snow goggles. And um, I'm trying to remember what else he, he, I just did. I had some fun with him. Um, And then um, I think I have like a Dr. Pepper Mountain Dew board. (laughs) there's something random in there and it's like promotional stuff but like this was before the dlc did it right like it was just built into the game um and it's just a weird game with like a bunch of like right your pop punk you know soundtrack i remember that yeah and like a lot of the missions early on are very basic right like they're like can you do a backflip can you follow your friend down the mountain, right? And there are characters that are named like Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or Weenie Boy or something. I forgot well, exactly I... what his name is. And there's another guy that's called like Strokes. <laughs> like They got all kinds of crazy names. And like there's all these stereotype people like Wiener's always getting into trouble, right? And then like there's this really high really chubby stoner guy who's like at one with the mountain and he teaches you to do like the Zen moves <laughs> where you, where you jump off of a cliff and you slowly <laughs> press to the right button and it will give you a bunch of bonus points, right? Like, and stuff like that. And so, but it was kind of fun for a little bit. Like I was doing tricks and, you know, I, I do like how they use like a combination of left and right stick to have you do like air tricks and whatnot. But you eventually get to a point where I was just getting kind of bored. Like I was doing mm. the challenges, but like this is before they like respect your time. There's none of the cutscenes are unskippable. There's pretty long load times. Um, they're stingy with the achievements as well. I about lost my shit trees. I looked it up because I had like gotten one. No, I don't even think I got a single achievement. I don't think I have any achievements for Amp 3. Um, I did really? unlock some gamer picks, though, 
right? You complete the prologue and you get gamer picks. That was another new one. I was like, whoa. Um, I forgot unlocking gamer picks. Um, wow. But, uh, but yeah, I got through the first, there's like, like five chapters, I think. And I got through the first chapter and I didn't get an achievement. I'm like, what the fuck? And I, it probably took me like a good three hours to get through that. Um, and you just do all kinds of missions, but like, this is like the house that GTA built, right? Like it was like 20 missions or something. Mm. And the missions are very few and far, or they're very quick, but like, it's a lot of them, right? Like, and, um, I looked at the achievements and yeah, there's like 10 achievements and most of them are worth like a hundred points or something, or maybe there's 12 achievements and they're all worth like a lot of money. And it's like complete every challenge in the game. <laughs> Get yes, a gold medal on every challenge in the game, you know, beat every single chapter in the game. And I was like, geez, you guys like set the bar real high, right? Because no one knew how achievements were supposed to work. And this was at launch, right? So they were like, let's make them achievements. Let's make them the number one thing, right? Like Dead Rising was like, oh, let's give you 50 random things to do. And this was like, no, when you get achievements, people know you went you did it. You went for it. Right. Like, so, right. So yeah, it didn't hold my attention. So I'll be getting rid of my copy of amped three, but the one thing that I might even, no, I probably won't hang on to it for this. But one thing I did find that was awesome was, um, my wife and I know personally this band and I only know them through my wife, but like when she was growing up, her dad and her, hung out with this band that's a local Kansas City band called National Fire Theory or NFT. And I don't think they're still together. I think they just went their separate ways. They grew up and went their separate ways. But when I first started dating Julie, um, we went to a bunch of National Fire Theory concerts and I I met the band and they're a lot of fun, you know, and like um, the lead singer Tim and the drummer Dallas are like brothers. So that was really cool. And, um, you know, I just got to know this band and got to go, it was, you know, like that local band you'd follow and you'd go see them at the, you know, at Kansas city in Kansas city, they'd be playing random shows, you know, at at venues, you know, every couple of weeks and I just go see them. Um, and so I'm playing this game and I'm doing a mountain and I'm like, God damn, this sounds a lot like national fire theory. I was like, I got to look this up. I got to look up who this band is. And then it gets to the chorus and I'm like, no, this is a national fire theory like song. And like, cause we've got all their CDs. So I've, I've listened to them in the car a lot and I looked it up and sure enough, yeah, they've got two tracks on amped three. So I played the game enough to hear both tracks, but that was like a fun little surprise. So I tweeted out about that and that was, that was really fun. And I saw some some national fire theory fans that I do, that do not follow me, like suddenly liking that and stuff like that. So I thought that was really cool. And, and there was one huge amped three enthusiast who is either pining <laughs> for or working on a remaster, like fan made remaster. Yeah. He wants to put on PC um, like it. and, and good for that. And so I think the big thing with amped was I just knew that it got better with SSX actually. Like I forget whether it was tricky or three, that was on Xbox or maybe they both were. And then there's a 360 like SSX game. And I remember that one being pretty good. So it, I just know it gets better and I have a pretty low tolerance for sports games, even snowboarding games. So I was like, eh, I know this gets better later, but at least I gave it the old try, right? 
Like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to play Madden 06 because I know I don't like Madden games. <laughs> like, I don't need to go back and find out. But right. it was just certain games. So Amp 3 was interesting, but I'll let it go. Um, but yeah, I was just kind of in like a rut. Um, oh, I did randomly play some Lego Star Wars. Um, but Trees, I don't know. You and I are just different creatures because... I played for like 40 minutes and only beat like that opening scene in Hoth where you're looking for Luke. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I did not wander around Echo Base and unlock bricks like I was doing. Um, oh. And so uh, I'm about to do the thing where, you know, you get to do the infamous Hoth battle. So I'm looking forward to doing it, but it just takes me longer to do those things. Um, yeah. But, uh, but then last but not least, so like, this was the thing where it's like, I don't know what game I want to play next, but I think I need to be like you and just try stuff until, right. It's like in, in critters where like the guy's like, nothing likes me. And he goes, find something, just keep trying something, Fred, (laughs) and don't waste too much time playing things you're not enjoying and just move on to something until you find something you like. Right. Right. I also have a tendency to do warm blanket gaming, and there's a part of me that's just like, do I just want to play Resident Evil 4 right now, even though I know the remake's coming? I don't know. Maybe. I can't answer that question. Um, I did re-up to Gamefly, though. And yet again, I had to deal with that bullshit. If you remember, I had this problem over the summer. They sent me an email that was like, why don't you restart Gamefly for a dollar? And right now I'm like, Callisto Protocol's out and I always wanted to play that. And the Dead Space remake's about to come out. Ah, That might be a good month to re-up, right? (laughs) And maybe if I'm really feeling frisky, Mm -hmm. I can keep the subscription and do Hogwarts Legacy. We'll see. Um, But then I did that thing where I... And what I hate about Gamefly is you have to subscribe and then you find out what you got charged. So I followed the link. I cli- I I even knew to be logged in already. So I went to GameFly.com. I logged in. I then went to my email, clicked on the link. It said, you want to restart your membership? And I said, sure. I did check. The expiration date of this offer is tomorrow. I clicked on the link. I picked to the right. It says you have to pick either one disc out or two. I picked one disc out. And then I re-upped and it says, congratulations, you've re-upped your membership. And then I immediately got the email that's like, we've charged your card $17. And I'm like, fucking <laughs> A. So I sent another support ticket and they'll probably do it. They'll, they'll probably get, you know, discount it off. Hopefully they do like they should. But the last time I remember the, you know, it's through email. So you can't really tell. But the 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 overall feel from support was like, you didn't really click that link. You just heard about it and you thought they did make me send them the email and they'll probably make me do it again just to make sure I actually got that offer. But for some reason, it doesn't work. You know, that that offer deal didn't work for me and I don't know why. And it hasn't worked the second time. And I don't think I'm too stupid to know how to click a button and then start a membership, but whatever. So we'll see. I got the Callisto <laughs> protocol coming to me. Um, it still seems okay. kind of broken on Xbox. So um, the PlayStation 5 version runs like a dream. So I'm like, okay, let's PS5. I'm it. starting to see Dead Space commercials. I know. Me too. I've seen one tonight. Well, Callisto <laughs> protocol is apparently only like 10 to 12 hours long. So I should be able to beat it and turn it in so that my goal is to mail it back to them. Um, 
on that Monday. So like in the next like week or something. Um, so if I can get Callisto Protocol and beat it over next weekend, then on that Monday, I'll send it back. So it's all ready to go so they can ship it to me on Thursday or Friday, right? So, mm-hmm. but um, cool. last but not least, I did have a good time with this. And I definitely want to talk about it, which is I completed, I finished Kena Bridge of Spirits. Ah. Yeah. So uh, was it? Was it good? Beginning to end? Yes, it was. I enjoyed that game beginning to end. It's yet another of these games. This is another reason why I'm like hesitant with PC gaming. It's another one of those games that um, runs really stuttery on PC, but it runs buttery mm. smooth and beautiful on PlayStation. It's gorgeous. Like you said, it's real colorful. Everything's razor sharp. I also can tell you that um, it looked pretty much like this. Like I was looking at the 30 frames a second mode and the 60 frames a second mode. I think it's one of those things where it's like favor graphics or performance. And I'm like, those Mm. sure look the same to me. And performance seems a lot smoother because it's an action, you know, kind of like brawler type game where Mm. you're doing a lot of like, you know, you're doing platforming, which helps to be in a higher frame rate, but you're also doing stuff where you're like hitting things with a stick and then you're blocking at just the right moment to do like parries. This team definitely has played Dark Souls, but they don't lean into Dark Souls as a mechanic. But you are expected to block and parry with timing a lot. And you do a lot of hits and and various attacks and stuff like that. And... um and so it's definitely worth it playing in 60 frames a second mode. And then I looked it up on Digital Foundry and yeah, it it's almost the same graphics regardless. So you may as well take the performance out of it. But yeah, the game is gorgeous. Um, took me about 15 hours to beat the game in total. And I did not do all the side stuff and do all the collect-a-thon stuff, but I did a decent amount. If I were to guess, I would say I did about 70% of it. Um, there's a lot of challenges that I spent some time on that probably could have trimmed an hour or two off of my total time. Um, but in trees, I did not get a large number of the rot hats, the different hats to put on my little rot guys that run around. Right. I didn't unlock a lot of the costumes for Kana because the challenges are not my idea of a swell time where it's like you beat some of these bosses are really hard, which I'll get to in a minute. And then you go to the challenges and they're like, okay, beat that boss in three minutes and don't heal and do this special move or beat this boss in three minutes and don't take a hit and stuff like that. And that's what you have to do in order to unlock certain things. And I'm like, this is too much guys. (laughs) And then they have like a wave based one. And by the end of those challenges, the waves were like the challenge was to beat it in less than 12 minutes. And remember each time you attempted, you'd have to start the whole thing over. And I was like, "Mm, I could see where you could milk a lot of time out of this, but this is for somebody who cares about this game more than me who like, it's the only game they own. (laughs) Um, Right. So there's that the, so yeah, but by and large, it's a lot of fun. The mechanics are good. This, the story is okay. I remember people saying they didn't love the story and I I get it, but the areas are so distinct that it does keep things interesting. And most of the time you don't really care about the story. You're just traversing to the area, getting the collectibles you need um, to get to your different boss battles because each area is basically, there's like three main areas that slowly unlock as you beat through the game. And each of those areas have like three main hubs 
that you're collecting things out of. And then there's a boss that you fight. And then once you fight the three bosses, get the three trinkets, you go turn those in and you get a main boss. And then that's how you clear that area and move on. And then if you want to, you can go play cleanup. It does the whole checklists with a map. But this game has, it has fast travel, but it does not have waypointing. So you can't put markers on your map. And also as you collect stuff, it'll tell you how many remain, but it won't tell you like where you'd already gotten them. So if you have like six out of the seven rot in this section, it won't tell you where you found your other rots. So now you got to go guessing, right? Especially if you're using those checklists and those websites Mm. and stuff. And I wasn't going to do that. But I could imagine that would take a long time. This is one of those games where it takes like 12 to 15 hours to beat it. But to 100% it, it takes like 40, right? Like like you're going to spend a lot of time going through the atmosphere. Um, (laughs) And that comes to one of my first gripes. What you gain from that, though, is you find a lot of the meditation spots, which there's like 15 in the game. And each meditation spot extends your health. And you will also unlock a lot more moves and whatnot. Well, the reason that's a problem is you suffer from, you know, a a problem a lot of games have where the people who put the most time and are the best at the game also have the longest life bars and the most moves, right? That shouldn't be how it works. The people who are really good at the game don't need those moves and long life bars. And the people who aren't good at it don't get those benefits, Right. And so that's a little short sighted, in my opinion. The other thing is the game ramps up quite a bit in difficulty at the end. And there's even like a boss rush kind of situation. And those bosses get really fucking hard. And I can see some people like getting pretty far into this game, like 10 or more hours in and then hitting this wall. And getting very frustrated because mm-hmm. it's way harder than the rest of the game. And with your move set, I think you have the tools to beat it, but they're not great with boss designs. They give the bosses moves that just make them a little too strong, right? And these bosses have really long life bars. Again, back to Dark Souls kind of stuff. And when you die, you have to redo the whole fight again. Another sin that Kana does, which you only learn when you have to do these boss fights a bunch, is every boss fight starts with a a cutscene. So whenever you die, you immediately go back into the cutscene before you can try the boss again. And yes, they're skippable, but you have to like hold down X for like three seconds. So it's like you die, you fight this boss for like three minutes, you die, then you respawn, then you have to run to the boss fight again trigger the cutscene, hold down X, and then fight the boss again. And so it can get a little frustrating, mm. I guess is what yeah. I would say. And the last boss suffers from it being five different phases, and when you die, you have to start all over at phase one. Like as if you not fought the boss. Yeah. I don't that, know if I like that. No, but, uh... and it took me an hour <laughs> to beat the last boss. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. That's something that... But to that end, well, and so let me get to something with the last boss. The other thing that really pissed me off was my biggest problem was I didn't know what I was supposed to do on the final phase, right? And so as I'm trying to experiment and figure it out, I'm having to go through the first four phases and those are not that easy, 
then I couldn't figure it out. So then finally at the entries, I went and Googled it. Mm-hmm. Fuck me. I beat it in a heartbeat. I beat oh, okay. it first time. No problem. I don't even know if I had taken damage in that particular scenario. And so that's a problem. They need to signpost their boss designs a little bit better because one of the biggest problems I had with, again, I'll say the boss rush, which is three hard bosses near the end of the game. And uh, you don't have to beat all three of them, though. You just have to beat each one. But they have very long life bars and they're very tough. And then that final boss, you fall off a cliff. And you're like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to deal with all this. And each one took me a lot of deaths and a lot of time. Um, That said... I do think this game is worth playing. Even if you buy it for like 20, 30 bucks, I still think this game is worth playing even if you hit that wall and don't play the rest of the game. And the story is kind of throwaway anyway. If you can right. live with yourself and I'm damn, you know, I'm a damn stubborn person, but I could definitely do it. I've walked away from a couple last bosses in recent, you know, on this show, I've talked about a couple last bosses I walked away from. Um, and I was ready to walk away from this one and gave it one more try and, and looking it up. But I wouldn't feel bad walking away from this game. And I still would have thought I got a great... It, this game's worth playing even if you walk away from that end area. So, hmm. And if you look it up, I think it, it reveals itself to be a much easier boss battle than you'd think. Um, it's just they don't signpost how you're supposed to fight this boss. So, But all in all... Cana Bridge of Spirits was really great. I highly recommend it. Um, Trees, if you play it, I recommend the PS5 version. Uh, remember, if you buy it digitally, you get both versions. Uh, and again, I'm not saying right now. I'm just saying if you ever get around to it. I think a lot of people are waiting for it to become part of PlayStation Plus Extra, So, which it, it probably will at some point. Um, Feels like it should be. Yep. And if you buy a physical, it doesn't matter whether you get the PS4 or the PS5 version. It's got a free upgrade. Although my... Disclaimer that I keep saying is if you can, you want to buy the PS5 versions of these games because that has the PS5 code base on it as opposed to the PS4 versions where it's just a loose disc that has a PS4 game you're not going to play on it and you're just mm-hmm. praying that the license works, you know? <laughs> but So I really enjoyed that. And uh, now I'm ready to move on. But yeah, this story really is throwaway. Like I remember checking... Um, I think that w- I checked a couple auctions while that last ending cutscene just kept going because the story of Cana Bridge of Spirits is just not something I'm that into. You okay. start off kind of interested and then you get through it. The cutscenes are gorgeous though, so it's worth seeing. But like, I just didn't need to pay much attention when they really got wordy and into exposition. But it was a really great game. So, and it was very PS2 era. Right, like action platformer yeah. with like yeah, this was, this it, it felt very Jack it. and Daxter, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I I really enjoyed it because of that. So, um, so yeah, looking into what I want to play next, I don't know. Sonic Frontiers isn't calling to me. I guess I would say Metro Exodus. I think I want to put a pause on for a little bit. So the two crazy ones, and maybe we'll you can comment on this, and I think we'll call it a night. But uh, was I was maybe thinking about for some reason I've always wanted to play Final Fantasy X two because it's that J pop band, right? And they use dresses right, as was, like the the job system. I, I hovered over that. Yeah. I hovered over that this week. It's on Plus Extra, went- and I'm thinking I might 
download that and play it. For some reason, I've got it's, a real hankering to do that. And it's both of them, right? It is. It's 10 and 10 too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wasn't there another? There are other Final Fantasy games in Plus Extra. Yes. No, no. I'm thinking, wait. 10 is ten is Titus, Titus. right? Yeah. But then does and 10 the 2. 10 2 right, with, does that thing with where the they girls. take all the characters but reshuffle them into a new story. And yes, the three girls are in a J-pop band. But didn't, did they make another one of those though? That is about girls and changing costumes? Like X2. Like I thought they made another X2, like a sequel to that spinoff. Not to my knowledge. Now, in Final Fantasy 13, there's Final Fantasy 13, 13, 2, and Lightning Returns 13, 3. Yeah. Lightning Returns. I just thought that- and in Lightning Returns, she uses outfits to change her job system. So it's very similar. But no, to my mm-hmm. knowledge, there was no 10 no. 3. Yeah, I don't know why I thought there was. No, huh. I think that's when they started doing all those crazy, like, spin offs of seven. Remember, there's like A, B, C, D, like CC Crisis Core and like. Dirge of Cerberus and all that stuff. Anyway, um, right, right. Yeah, so I was looking at that. That's definitely something I want to do. And then um, I was looking at a couple of of Xbox things they had gotten. Like, I have Dying Light Two. Mm. Do and I've been dying to get it. Remember, I got that Steel Book thing that somebody sold to me for real cheap on eBay. So. And it's got the it's got all the DLC with it. I also love me a good Far Cry game, Trees, and I I do have the gold edition of Far Cry Six, but I want to play five first. And I've got five five just sitting there installed on my on my Xbox. It's sitting there installed already, just begging for me to play it. So who knows? And I got a lot of other games I want to play as well, but but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I've just got so many games that I bought that like I should play. Oh, and that Atari 50th is also calling to me a little bit. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. But, um, but yeah, so, so as time goes on, we'll see what goes. So <laughs> I've said we'll see about 300 times, so maybe we should just wrap it up and <laughs> call it a week. But... <sighs> Uh, anyway, but yeah, so uh, I guess until next week, y'all, happy gaming. All right, later. <laughs>